been there. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, and it was it was so crazy because like I had no idea. I I um I went to sleep last night really at a good time. I want to say it was probably like around like midnight when usually it's like the two or three in the mornings, right? So I went to sleep around midnight. Woke up this morning like around ten, and then. I just order food instantly, and I order, like, the greasiest thing possible. Like, you guys are familiar with pupusas? Do you guys know what those are? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, oh, yeah. my God. That's, like, a, that's like a, every other day, like, food for me, man. That's why yeah, I'm fat. So, so, I ordered four of those. I actually ordered eight. I ordered eight of those. What? <laughs> yeah. Hold that's on, hold too on. many. Hold on. Hold, hold you don't on. need eight. Yeah. No, I, I ordered eight. But because in my mind, I was like, all right, I'll have four now, and then I'll have four for later. Like, it's how I told myself, right? So I was like, okay. happens in my house. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so sure enough, no, that was the plan. I only had four. But, like, they were, like, I don't know if this time they were just, like, super beefy and, like, thick and, like, extra greasy. But, like, as soon as, like, I ate them, I was just like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> like, the cornmeal thick? Bell when the new guy starts and he doesn't know how to build the shit yet. Yeah. Oh, that's so, yeah. Those are the best days. Yeah. So, or so it's w- the other way, and they don't know how to do it, and they jip you. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah, yeah. That sucks. So yeah. So I ended up waking up like literally. I it, somewhere in between my my roommate wakes me up. My roommate wakes me up, and he's like, "Hey man, come get your plate," because apparently he decided to have a one I was, well one man party and start grilling, and like he just like went all out. Like he got chicken, like mac and cheese and stuff like that. So I went to the microwave right now. And, like, there's a plate right there with just, like, mac and cheese, like, uh, uh, what are those things called? Fuck, I'm, 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 drawing, I'm drawing asparagus, chicken, like, there's, like, rice in a pot. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Nah, and, fuck up some asparagus. Uh, yeah, no, I can't. yeah, but, yeah, so it was so, just, uh, it was all grilled asparagus is what I like. I don't That's like that canned shit. The canned shit's I didn't even know that yeah, shit came no, in a can. Yeah. So that's why I yeah. sound like this, because I'm I'm just literally waking up. I got my green tea, I got my water. Let's go. Dude. I'm just always chilling now, so that's why I sound tired. Oh, got it, got it. <laughs> Dude, fucking pupusas are so fucking hard to make. Like, we've got... That's a funny word. <laughs> we've got uh, this Salvadorian chick that works with my wife. She comes over to the house every now and then. But in addition to that, I've got, like, three other places that... Li- that uh, are around my house and they make pupusas and they all make pupusas crazy different. I mean, the best one is yeah. obviously like the, the, the one that um, Edith makes me, but like, it's here for Edith. <laughs> yeah. Here for Edith. But no fucking. It's so hard because you've got to like one, you have to keep your hands wet all the time. You like grab a whole bunch mm-hmm. of fucking cornmeal and then you're like trying to create like this whole packet it in with chorizo and fucking cheese, like the the queso blanco, and you like stuff it in there. You create this ball, and then you have to flatten it out. And it doesn't sound hard, but it's like you're literally working with sand as you're trying to like flatten yeah. that shit out and make it work. So I'm just, I that's like. I always go out of my way to like learn how to cook different things. That's one thing I'm just is never going to work for me because they always crumble. I have like instead of it being a fucking pupusa, it's a fucking pancake. It's like a corn pancake <laughs> or a corn fritter with pork and cheese. It's a pancake. It's, yeah. it's not even stuffed because if it was stuffed, it'd be a pupusa. No, nah, the fucking cheese and the <laughs> the meat are on the outside. But well, it's like when uh, you're talking about watching people make things certain ways. It's like when I uh, I when I traveled for work more. Uh, I was in Phoenix, Arizona, and some of the girls that were that had like been on the same project as me—that's where they they were from. 
and they showed us how to make like fried like native american bread and that shit was like just watching them do it i was like this is amazing mm-hmm. and then it tasted amazing yeah too, nice so. oh yeah because they just take like dough and they're just like like back and forth like nonstop. I'm like I don't know how you guys do that and you don't have carpal tunnel syndrome. It was back home. Back home there was a lady in the neighborhood where it was so great. It was so funny because like every time it's like you knew you had to put your order in in advance, and because like nobody else made them just like this lady did, and like she was like from the motherland type of stuff like she wore like the she used like original hardware i guess you could say <laughs> you know oh, what i mean shit, like she didn't yeah. do it like on a kitchen stove like she had like this whole like like pan, like a huge ass think of the best way i can describe it it's like a walk but it's a flattened walk like it's just i have one yeah. of those you know what i'm talking I have about one of the, so, yeah they're like this fucking big they yeah, just like they, metal welded together. They take up two of the fucking oven things. Like we ha- we in order for it to work on our oven or our stove, we'd have to fucking take up like the entire fucking center. So when we do use it, that shit goes on the fucking grill. Yeah. Yeah. So so same thing. So exactly. It. So this lady, that's what she would do. She, like, she would take it, she would have that outside. And mm-hmm. she had a team. So like it was just like a set like they would come in and be like assembled, like the Avengers and shit. And yeah. like it was just shit's the best food. Just do, 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 like fucking clockwork, man. Like everything was just like the hell is going on. Like you knew, like, and like I remember my mom would just be like, "Hey, we're coming in and we're gonna go get some pupusas and stuff like that." And we'd walk down mm-hmm. there, like me and my brother, and like we'd just walk out with like three boxes full of them and shit. Like here we go, we got our mm-hmm. fucking twenty for the week. <laughs> like type of. Deal. I mean. I have to ask everyone on this podcast, raise your hand if you bought good tamales out of the back of a car. Yep. Like, yeah, yep. I figured all of our hands would go up. Yeah. So. The people, man, especially in construction, when, like, because uh, uh, I used to work, like, in the construction business. Like, that's been my profession for, like, the last four to five years. So seeing people, like, when the car, just a random car pulls up that you never recognize, and it's just like, and they're like, tamales, tamales. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what kind? <laughs> like, what you got? Yeah, yeah right. Like, what you you want to hear? Because they're all different. You got to try them. Yeah. You want to hear the biggest dick move in the fucking world? <laughs> tamale wars. So fucking uh, not quite tamales, but this is tacos. But they're not. They're not like Taco Bell tacos. They're like the legit fucking tacos. Yeah. Like street yeah, tacos. Good tacos. You you have like beef tongue and shit like that. Like yeah. crazy yeah. different flavors. Well, anyway, probably about. Five miles away from the Pentagon, there was this place in Arlington. It was just a truck that would change locations every now and then. And nobody fucked with them. But you go to them in, like, some of the sketchiest parts of the Arlington fucking D.C. Annandale fucking area. And you get the best fucking tacos in Virginia. Virginia, Maryland area. Like, they combine the two states. And, like, we didn't – they spoke zero English. The only word that I knew that they knew was Metallica because I saw the dude's shirt and I'm just like, you like metal? You like Metallica? Yeah, Metallica. And I'm just like, hell yeah, bro. Yeah, I'll take two oh guard asadas. <laughs> but – um, Well, go ahead. They got so popular that MSN inadvertently outed them out to immigration because they did an article of the 50 greatest taco joints in the United oh, States, no. and they were number four. And they said the location, and they, were not, and they were not legal. Oh, no. So That sucks. About two weeks after that article came out, they were no longer to be gone. found. We found their truck, and nobody in there. The truck was open. The truck ended up getting fucking, like... 
uh, stripped for parts and shit like that. It oh, was the that worst. Terrible. The worst. I had. I remember an episode. I can't remember exactly which episode it was, but it was an episode of uh, No Reservations with Anthony Bourdain, mm-hmm. and he was in somewhere in Asia. I can't remember exactly where it's at. And he goes, "You know, you see this place behind me? He's like, they serve one thing: chicken and rice." And so, and you know, and he started going into like how a lot of people wouldn't think, like, why do you not have like a big menu or anything? It's like, well, if you do something right, why would you have anything else on the menu? Right. Like, <laughs> that's true. And like that, those people, like when he they showed it, it was just like pumping out just chicken and rice, just chicken and rice. That and like it was amazing. Something so simple is if, if you could perfect it, then it's it's over. But this is not our icebreaker. No, so- it's, it's a good. Tr- yeah, it's. A, it's <laughs> no, I just got hungry. Yeah. I oh, just we're hungry, just dude. fat yeah. fucks that want to talk about food all the time. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I was extremely excited when I saw the news that Adult Swim uh, announced that there will be an Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie, a Metalocalypse movie, and a Venture Bros movie. I am... Don't get me wrong. I'm happy, right? I'm not... Cautiously the, optimistic. I'm not the biggest Venture Brothers fan. My wife yeah. is, so, you know, I appreciate it through her. But I do like Metalocalypse. I I fucking love Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I would was actually hoping more for like a syndicated show as opposed to movies. I'll take what I can get. But I mean, well, like I mean, these movies are probably going to officially end two of these series. Yeah, I could see it ending like Metalocalypse and fucking Venture Bros. But I mean, yeah. like not Aqua Teen. Aqua Teen, <laughs> you could just do fucking anything. Yeah, fuck. It's where like the weeks didn't connect to each other. I mean, each episode was their own. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, I still love that they don't had never had a script for that show. Excuse me. Really? So the way Aqua Teen Hunger Force was always in the beginning, at least. I don't know. Maybe they did later down the road start like making actual scripts, but they're just like, here's an outline, go, and it's all ad libbing. Holy shit! It's just banter. It's just us talking. We, like, if you were to animate shit or something like that, I'm not saying we're as funny as Aqua Teen, but it was just some uh, comedians that got together and were just riffing off of each other. And they would have, like, a general, like, this is the synopsis of, like, you got the big ra- uh, big uh, rabbit robot and all this, boom, 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 you got to hit these, go. And then you make an 11-minute show. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah. That that makes me that, love it just it was so much more. That's insane. Yeah, the show was way ahead of its time with shit like that. Like it was super good. That's crazy, man. Like but, I I remember see I remember seeing them. Um Metal Aquabus was the one that I gravitated a lot more to. Uh Aqua Team I wish H- I could have saw that live. I have seen them live. I know, yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah, I've seen them live. And it's it's still wild to even think about it cuz like when this article came out, that was like one of the first things that I thought of too. I was just like, "Man, I can't believe that I've seen Metal Aquabus live." And how do you see a cartoon like I'm sorry, right? sir. You've seen Death Clock live. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, I saw Death Clock live. But how do you see a cartoon live, right? That's the whole thing, too. It's just like... The way they did it, like, it, like they would do their songs, and then they had specific animated bits mm-hmm. that uh, weren't in the show. You could only see them there, and yeah. then they got leaked online and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, and, the, so, and then the entire time the band was playing, was the, it was just their silhouettes. You didn't see anything else but that. So, oh, that's cool. yeah. So it was yeah. like kind of like you're watching, you're there to hear the music live and everything like that. So you, you see the artist in there, there on stage. It's just the silhouettes, yeah. and in the background, so it's like there the music videos playing, 
So mm-hmm. it simulates right. the idea that you're like, oh, I, I think Gorillas does kind of like the same thing. I was about to say, yeah. it's like going to see a gorilla show. It's yeah. it's okay. So at a gorilla show, it is like the the actual artists that are on stage, but they'll have the music video playing in the background or some animated bullshit. But Eddie, you you had like actual people playing behind silhouettes. And then, like the band was like off in the pit, and you didn't see them. It no, was no, no, just... no, 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 no. It was the band, like the actual people. You could see the people. It was like the you could br- see Brendan Smalls and right, but it was just his silhouette. Like you could see that it was him, okay. but it was all dark. They didn't. They didn't have him illuminated. It was right. just like you saw a black outline. Okay, okay, that makes more yeah. sense. No, this yeah, is but... cool. I mean, I like, I like Aqua Teen, so I'm, I'm, I'm going mean, to go fucking watch Aqua Teen's. This is its second movie. Yeah, but the yeah, last movie like... that it had was like in 2010. Yeah, but it still had a movie. Like th- for this franchise to get two movies, I love it. What if it's a di- what like, if it's a direct sequel? What if it's a direct sequel to the movie? I then I need to go back and watch the first <laughs> one again. <laughs> See, with me, Aqua Team, I, I don't know if it was purposely. I just didn't get the show, but I had a friend who was like super into Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and yeah. he would always like quote like that movie quoting it and or i mean the show i should say and so like like a lot of the references i just didn't get and he would go into his own like transition and started to talk like meat wad and i'm just like dude i just want to punch you in the face right now because i have no idea what they yeah are. you know what i the mean the ones that do the meat wad voice i'm like all right yeah and so i'm just like i don't under, understand and then he'll like randomly yell out like stuff that master shake does too and i'm just like and, and i remember it's one of those things uh what was that show do you guys remember that show? i do that <laughs> what was that show uh Code Monkeys. Do you guys remember Code Monkeys? Yeah, I vaguely uh, remember that. Yeah. Yeah, So the guy who does the voice for Master Shake does for Todd. I think that's his name in Code Monkeys. The Viking Mm -hmm. dude, the the nerd. Well, they're all nerds, yes, right? But so we were watching, and he's just like, "Hold on a minute, that's freaking uh, uh, Master Shake, Master Shake." Yeah. And I'm just like, who? And he's just like, Master Shake from Aqua Teen Hunger for and he goes into like this whole rant and like blah blah blah. And every time we would watch that show now, he'd be like, Huh, Master Shake. And I'm like, God damn it, bro. Like it's it's a different show. Leave it alone. <laughs> like like you're ruining everything for me, man. Your friend kinda of sounds kinda of dumb. Like <laughs> <laughs> No offense, but You know what? And, and, and here and here's the thing, here's the thing, right? Like I can go ahead and argue that like, oh, like my friend's kinda of dumb or whatever, but he's the one making six figures and running around in a Mercedes Benz. So no. <laughs> Ergo, here we are. Yeah, <laughs> fuck him. He's not as cool as us. So. <laughs> I'm sorry that oh. you measure your success based off somebody who likes a TV show. Oh, <laughs> Chris made it. Chris ruined it. Now I don't even want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Let's go back to talk about pupusas and immigration tacos. No, so, so <laughs> I actually this this got me. So I used to have the first two albums of Metalocalypse on uh, CD, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Where the fuck happened to these?" So I spent like the first album because there's two versions of the first album. There's a normal version, and then there was the deluxe version. And I wanted the deluxe version because it has a couple extra songs on it. I got it on Discogs for like $40 because nobody's selling that motherfucker. But then I got the second album for like 10 bucks. The vinyl? So, no, 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 no. Just CD. You spent $40 on a CD? I wanted that CD. Holy shit. Don't talk to me about it. You spent, <laughs> you spent three figures on vinyls. So. Yeah. On vinyls. 
There's a difference. The first album, the first album never got released on vinyl. C- I fucking wish it did. Really? The second and the third one did. CDs are the new trend, man. Don't you get it? Come on, bro. Like it's gonna happen. Well, if it's the only way I can physically get it, then I want to have that. I didn't know that because that was the only. Yeah, that was the only physical release of that was. I'll permit on it. CD. But those albums are still really good. But I never watched season three and four. And I believe that's when the episodes went from 15 minutes each to a 30-minute episode. And I don't think the shows held – I don't think they did well in that format. So from what a lot of people were saying, like when they went over to a 30-minute format, they became a li- very much more story-structured. Yeah. And so like the vested interest that you had was not just watching like fucking Pickles do something stupid or – murder face fucking start screaming yeah, and fucking line. yeah there was an actual story involved and the entire the entire premise of like from what i remember everything that was going on because i never i didn't watch seasons three or four either was that the band was on the verge of breaking up but there was like some fucking world ending being that was appearing and they were just like okay we're gonna get together one last time and that was the last yeah. trailer that i ever saw for it so outside of that can't say much yeah, I, I ended up watching the entire thing, and it's exactly what you're saying, Chris. It's a, it's basically that. There was always a story to it. There was always, like, this higher power and, like, this higher being controlling everything that was going on in the Death yeah. Clock universe. They always hinted at it in the beginning. Yeah, and so once they went into the 30-minute format, it's just kind of like they wanted to explore the the story. They just didn't know where to go from it. And I, and I remember specifically, I think it was season two, where, like, season two, it's like a... Like the main dude, like the guy who's in the chair all the time and just kind of like wait and see how it plays out, makes the appearance and is all like, this is where everything changes. And then it never gets addressed again. Like it just, they're, (laughs) they can like just the new, new metal aquas, new death clock. It's just like, we'll get to it when we'll get to it. And it just kept going and going. And eventually you're just like, ah, what's the point of this now? It happens, Mm -hmm, you know, like, you know, it just, uh, uh, one of the examples of that, that I used earlier, um, and one of the episodes that we recorded was uh, Rick and Morty. Like, the yeah. first two seasons were great. And then after that, you were just kind of like, well. Yeah. Pickle Rick, I guess. Like It just kind of <laughs> – it's just sometimes good things outstay their welcome. And then they turn bad. I mean, it, it's just – it happens sometimes. But I don't yeah. know. I still need to watch them. I'd like to watch them just to see. Like, I will say that after listening to the first two albums again, I haven't really listened to the third album that much. But I will say I think I like the second album a little bit more. Uh, second album is the best the second album is really really good the first one has like a lot of the like first songs and all that stuff but musical wise the second one just sounds better Mm -hmm. i just think it's just because one of those things right like what was more um i guess catchy you could say because i remember after that show metal alchemist came out like every time me and my buddy would go and grab some coffee he'd be like you want some coffee the duncan hills (laughs) yeah from columbia and i'm just like shut up yeah (laughs) But no, I'm I'm excited to see, especially Venture Bros, because I only remember watching like the first two seasons of the Venture Bros, and I I mean we got HBO Max now, so I have uh you know access to all this, so I can watch them all. But uh, I think that's really cool. They sent out like individual tweets saying like, this rumor is true. This this movie is confirmed. This movie is confirmed. So. After seeing what happened with uh, with Venture Bros, it's good to at least see this. I do like that Brendan Small is also coming back to work with Metalocalypse because I remember I think there was some kind of falling out or something like that. But yeah, 
but Brendan Small is going to be in charge of the movie. Him and one other guy. I don't know. We'll see. And Aquatine, the Aquatine Hunger Force one, I'm just going to be like, all right, like, what the fuck are we going to do? But the movie's also, uh, I had one, wanted to add one more thing in here. They, they're going to be released physically and digitally for a 90-day nice. exclusive window, followed by premieres on both HBO Max and Adult Swim. Good shit. So I am getting these movies physically, definitely. And, um, going back to what we were talking about, because of the $40 on the yeah. out on the CD that was spent, right? Um, apparently, there is a very rare 2008 Death Clock Death Album LP. It's a picture disc that's going on eBay for around 350 bucks. Jesus. Yeah, I'm posting it on... I uh, wonder if that's something that they only did for, like, the the the, the tour. Maybe. I'm posting the uh, the huge link on uh, Discord right I there. I fucking hate picture discs. They are the ugliest. Uh, I mean, oh, it's cool. cool. They, Don't get me they wrong. Get green for the color. Okay. I mean, it's it's really nice looking, but I despise picture discs so fucking. I have one of Michael Jackson's Thriller, and, and it's just <laughs> yeah, it's common. It's common. I'm just like everyone has to have. An oh, MJ wait, fucking so that's album, picture. Okay, but... I didn't know what that was. They put the picture on the actual vinyl. Yeah. That's a picture. Yeah, and yeah. then and then what they do sometimes is that they completely ruin the other side. So instead of like increasing the amount of quality in the music that you can have by like having side A, side B, they'll keep everything on one side and then grate the other side of the, the vinyl. Ew. So it's like this fucking spiky texture on the back. That'll fuck up your your stylus when you put the it down to the fucking vinyl. So usually picture discs are of lower quality, which is why I also don't like getting them. Mm-hmm. Because if I wanted to listen to something of lower quality, I'll just listen to like a stream or a CD or some shit like that. Yeah, I I'd be curious. I didn't see this on Discogs at all, so I would have to look more into this. This looks cool. I'm not spending three hundred fifty dollars on it, but it looks like the interesting thing. Go ahead. Good. No, go ahead. No, that's all. I was just going to say, it looks like they printed on both sides, or that's just two vinyls. It looks like they printed on both sides, because it does say it has a side A and a side B. But what it's interesting is in the listing, it looks like it has some kind of product number. Yeah. That's what's throwing me off, yeah. Uh, Discogs, so, you can look up product numbers by uh, in Discogs. So if Discogs has it, then I'll probably believe it a little bit more. All Discogs yeah. is, it's just another... Like, yeah, you, you can use it to fucking... Uh, like catalog your your inventory or catalog your collection but it's another place for like smaller businesses like brick and mortar stores to actually move their inventory it's on there oh it's on there it's on there yeah send it yeah i just say it says lb album pick from discogs here like i'm sending it right now vinyl guys (laughs) wait oh there There you go so cool that does make sense though, because like all the regular version of the album was like a blue background, the deluxe mm-hmm. version was red, and then this is green. That's uh the Triforce. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the Triforce of metal. Anyway, no, I'm excited for this. We don't have any dates or anything yet, but I didn't expect us to. But hopefully, what uh, well, it, it, maybe it leads, in the fall. It leads up to everything. It leads up to everything else too, though, right? With the with the world opening up again and everything, and like something like this happening, why not capitalize and even have live tours going on again? 
and like maybe yeah. this is your chance to go see them live. I mean, if uh, if that if they do it with Brendan Small, I'll go definitely. So, all right. Anyway, let's move on into our weeks. I think I'm the first one this week, aren't I? You are. You are. Alrighty. So what did I do this week? Uh, I did. So I've been checking out Real Mama Eagles uh, streams more recently. Usually she's streaming during the day when I'm working, so I just have them on in the background. Uh, but I think she was doing, I can't remember which day it was, but apparently she does a uh, stream review like stream where she'll look at your channel and be like, oh, this she is usually cool. does that every Friday. Is it on Fridays? Yeah. Okay. But uh, so I jumped in there. I was like, ah, okay, I'll see it for the hell of it. I'll throw it in there. She knows what she's talking about. She's partner. You know, she's been around for a little bit and all that stuff. And uh, I was very surprised that she was like her and her chat like were very impressed with a lot of the shit that I had on my stream. Like nice. when they looked at my layout, they're like, oh, that's layouts. Cool. Where'd you get it? I was like, oh, well, I built most of it. And they were like, wait, what? Can we get a commission from you? And I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't take commissions <laughs> like this is my own shit that I steal from everybody else that I see. So, <laughs> but, uh, no, so that made me feel pretty good. The only thing she did suggest would to have a stream schedule. So I now have a panel that's, uh, says like what day it has like dates, times and what games I'm playing and all that stuff. And I'm going to keep doing the stuff on Twitter as well. But she had a good point. She's like, what if someone doesn't follow you on Twitter and just happens to find you on Twitch and then they don't know what your schedule is. So, I added that in Makes there. Makes sense. Yeah, I added that in there for mine, and I did it for the Megavisions channel as well. And uh, I go ahead. I have I have a schedule on my panel too, but it varies. It's like you know what I mean. Yeah. Just kind of like uh, I have it said like, oh, these are the days that I stream. But even now, like this week in particular, I started doing the whole. I'm doing two mornings, a morning stream and an evening stream. So my schedule panel is out the door. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just one of those things. I think I think if people like your content and they see it and they don't follow you on Twitter or anything like that, they'll click on the VOD and be like, maybe this is my vibe, maybe this is not, and then they go from there. Yeah, I don't think uh, the schedule is absolutely necessary. I thought it was a good idea at first, but that's just my two cents on it. Well, I, I used to use this thing, and I use it for Scrubverse right now because the only thing that we really stream is this podcast is uh, – it's like a countdown timer where it tells you each day that you're yeah. going live and all that. And I really liked mm-hmm. that, but the only problem was it didn't give me an option to put like what game I'm playing. So I wanted to put that in there too. So I just made like a text box one. I just put it all in there and it ended up looking really nice. So I just got to make sure to update it every week. So there you go. We'll see. I mean, before I go into my streams, I wanted to talk about, did you guys catch Scotty and Rachel's Saturn marathon stream yesterday? I caught it for a I little did. bit. I was I was in there most of the day when I wasn't doing the other thing I'm going to talk about on my week, uh. But they 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 knocked it out of the park. They raised like last time I checked, they're up to five hundred and seventy dollars, and the goal nice. was five hundred. And uh, but they played they played Mr. Bones on Saturn. They played uh they played a bunch of stuff like Sonic R, of course. But they looked like they were having a real fun time and. I just wanted to, I was in there all day. I was just like, I, every time, so I would come in and out, but every time, so Megavisions has a new uh, channel point redemption that I put on there, and it's called The Baby, and it's that clip from the Sonic, uh, one of the Sonic Underground, where the green hedgehog is trying to go for the baby that's falling, but then he, he the baby falls, and it's just a robot, and it explodes, 
so every time every time I would come back into stream, I would do that, and they're like, Corey's back. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I enter stream, or that's how I enter the Megavision stream now. So nice. Yeah, no, I popped into it. I peeped into it early in the morning uh, when I saw that they were doing. It. I think they were on hour two or three. Yeah. When I popped in in the morning and uh, hung out there for a bit, like blah 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 blah. And I got there to a point, um, I was just like, I guess this is how it works, right? It's so funny because when I was there, I saw they were playing, uh, is it a, the Daytona game? Is it the racing game? Yeah, there's a Daytona game on Daytona there. USA. And then there's, there's yeah. Sega Rally as well. So whatever, which one has the horse as a playable? I think that's Sega Rally. That's, that's Sega Rally, yeah. Okay, so I, I, they're all talking about how like they're using the horse and they're trying to crash the horse into like the sides to see if it explodes and all that yeah. stuff. And I'm like <laughs> laughing, like just like man, this is like real horsepower. And we're making all these like great jokes about it. Oh, it's Daytona. My and God. um, I, I I leave, I leave because I'm just like I'm gonna start doing my own thing, like blah blah blah, and this and this and that. So I ended up streaming that day. Internet starts having yeah. issues, and I go and raid him. We, we, when I'm raiding him, I'm laughing because now he's playing a fighting game, but he's using the damn car from that yeah, Sega Rally. Yeah. And no, oh, it's like, Daytona. <laughs> it's from Daytona. He was playing That's Fighters, uh, Fighters Mega Mix. Yeah. 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 So I was like, what the hell? Like, they were playing the Bears <laughs> against each other. Yeah. That was Oh, my fun. God. Yeah. That was great. That was great. That I was tuned in when they were playing Bug, and I was like, this looks like a shitty Gex. <laughs> it is a shitty Gex. That game is terrible. <laughs> yeah. So, no, but shout-outs to them uh, because basically that Saturn marathon is the first basis of the Dreamcast marathon. So -hmm. whatever he raises for that marathon, that's our starting point at the Dreamcast marathon. So we've already raised that much. Uh, I think we – my goal – I mean, my goal every year for the marathons are to beat the previous year. Right. And if we keep going at this rate, I think we're going to be good to beat this this year's as well. Hell, yeah. uh but no if you guys have noticed it just dawned on me that uh when i stream on tuesday i will have been streaming for a week straight i have not i've it just dawned on me today so i've just been doing streams out the ass and uh one of the first streams i did this week uh i brought back my segment on my channel that i call farts and crafts it's a terrible name but i think it works for my channel basically i play or i do i build stuff like with either perler beads or i do like console modding or this time I did, uh, I started Gundam. doing a Gundam model and all that. But uh, I guess I can show you guys. So Goonpla. These are the two that I did first. So I've got two TMNT heads here, I think. Sorry, audio listeners, but uh, you can see them in our Discord if you join our Discord. But uh, I got these ironed out. Uh, they look really good. I have made these before. This is Leo and Raphael's heads from uh, TMNT. And... Uh, but I had to sell them because I was broke at one point, and I always wanted to make these. So I decided to make them. Everybody was loving it. I'm going to do Donnie and Mikey this next week and be done with that project. I got a couple people that are talking to me about some uh, Pokemon Perlers and all that stuff. So I will make anything if you give me money. So money. <laughs> like, if it's a sprite that already exists and you want it, let's work with it. So... But then I yeah. So speaking of the Gundam, so I liked building the Gundam because I like building Gundam models because I was doing a Master Grade uh, Heavy Arms that I've had for probably over a year, and uh, I was putting it together. I got about halfway through, but I don't think they're good for me to stream because I get too focused on 
figuring building. out where all my parts are, building, getting parts looking good, connected to each other. And then I'm like, oh, I'm streaming too. Like I forgot a couple times that I was streaming when I was doing that build. So uh, what I'll do with that is I'll probably finish that offline and then post a picture about it in the Discord so you guys can see that when that happens. But that's what you do with streaming sometimes. You got to test things out, see what works, see what doesn't work for you. So Yeah. Corey, I'm going to need a perler beat of that April and Neil I just posted right there in chat. That's going to be a big fucking perler beat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. And I'm not kidding because that sprite, when it's enlarged, is so detailed. And the more mm-hmm. detailed the sprite is, it's usually bigger. Yeah. I mean, Chris's Sonic was pretty fucking big, but that's because I doubled it's, up on a lot of the outside lines. Well, I remember the first time I saw him when you were doing the Mega Man uh, 12-hour stream, and then you mm-hmm. showed the freaking Sky Eagle one. I was like, holy shit. Oh, that one was huge. only – yeah, that one was only that big. That wasn't too bad. Eddie, I've done one that's four feet wide and three feet tall before. And that's I'm never insane. doing that again. Why? Yeah. I'm like, why? So – when Shovel Knight came out, I was like, these sprites are fucking dope. So I started making them. And then I had a guy, he just started buying them all up. Because he bought Shovel Knight, he bought the Black Knight. And then I started doing the bosses and all those knights. He started buying those. Come to find out, it was Gaijin Goomba on YouTube. So, yeah. because was buying them up? Because, yeah, yeah. Because back then, he lived in Arkansas. He lived like four hours away from me. So mm-hmm. uh, he, he was like, I was shipping them and he was getting them like the next day and a half. Like, it wasn't, like, he was getting them nonstop. And then he he eventually got all of the, uh, forget what the organization is called, but all the bosses, and he got the Enchantress and all that. And he was like, hey, can you make Tinker Knight's mech? And I went, I don't know about that. He goes, name your price. And I was like, <laughs> 250 And he goes, done. And he sent me the money and gave me two months to work on it. The problem wow. with that is you have to iron segments almost yeah. all the way, and then you have to like get piece them together, them together and then iron those pieces together. And then when I, the shipping, I had to ship it between two boxes that weren't made, like they were just flat. I put them, I put it in between one of those and taped it up, and then I shipped it to him. It was that's huge. a big ass. That's a big ass sprite, dude. Yeah, are you looking at the sprite? Yeah, I looked it up right now, and I mean, compared to the Shovel Knight, that's a huge, it's a Metal Gear. Yeah. I want a Metal Gear now. Send me the link to that, and I'll, I can uh, show people, <laughs> you want a Metal Gear now? Jesus <laughs> oh, fucking Gear. Christ. Yeah, yeah, it was humongous, man. I have a, if you go to my Facebook page, which is that 8-bit guy, Perler, you don't have to go there, because that Facebook page is, I need to deactivate it, but, uh... There's a short video of me making the bottom part of it, and it was just fucking humongous. It was insane. Insane. But no, I'm happy that people are liking those more. I'm probably going to stick with the Perler Beats, keep doing those, but not so much on the Gunpla. So. Gunpla is kind of like like Legos. Like It's kind of like you have to keep on talking, and you're kind of like talking to yourself because you're so focused on all the pieces that you're putting together and then like the gunpla is just like the next step up because it's not like you're just linking pieces together you're literally like snip snip all right let me and it's fit in this another bitch language. in here yeah nothing is in yeah. english everything is yeah. by sight and you're just like i hope i'm right i hope yeah. i'm doing this right well because they're just like all right you need to get a 28 to go with your xa 14 and i'm like okay where did i put that 
because there's like 10 of them here and i forgot yeah. which one was my a and which one was my b mm-hmm. so no i got the the head i got the chest piece and the two arms done so i just got to do the legs and the waist piece and then like all the guns and all that stuff that go on it so i have a heavy arms uh custom which is the one from End- endless waltz the movie and i always and i have a little bitty little bitty uh heavy arms and i was like i want the big one so i was like all right i'll finally get these done i've also got the ones uh from uh gundam uh thunderbolt i don't know if you guys remember that movie gundam thunderbolt was an amazing fucking gundam movie where it's basically the gundam is actually legitimately the bad guy and the zeon is actually those guys are in this situation they're like the good guys Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt is a Japanese manga. Oh wow! And it's fairly another... it's fairly recent too. This is 2017. There's another movie, Gundam Rose or something like that, has come out after that, and it's supposed to be in the same style as Thunderbolt. It's That's... good. I have yeah. it on Blu-ray. It's very very good. So, uh, but no, I have the two. I have the Z or the I have the Zaku from that one, and I have the uh, Gundam from that one. I just never put them together. And then, I've, of course, I've got the fucking Gurren Lagan one. Which, by the way, everyone's on this. Uh, the new Twitter thing now is to show what your first Amazon purchase was. And oh, yeah. I didn't post mine, but my first Amazon purchase was a little Gurren Lagan action figure that I have up by my Switch games right now. <laughs> I'm curious to what my, uh, my first purchase my per- was. My first purchase was in 2014. I've been seeing a lot of people's first purchases in, like, 2012. Dude, no, mine was 2011, but I had seen someone that had posted in 2002. Wow! And I was like, yeah, I was like, Amazon was around. I bought Magic. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it, I'm assuming it was there, but it wasn't as big as it was like right now, right? It's one of those yeah. things. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, my my first purchase on Amazon 2011 was uh, yeah, Street saw, Fighter the movie. Yep, yeah, I saw this. <laughs> yeah, Street Fighter the movie and Bloodsport and Time Cop combo Blu-ray. So Jean-Claude Van Damme is good, you know, because (laughs) my first order was 2010 (laughs) and it was Legend of Dragoon. Why is it that weird that you could buy video games like that off of Amazon? (laughs) I mean, I don't think it it was weird. Holy shit. It that went up. Um, Anyway, no fucking. Yeah. Legend of Dragoon. I bought Glistener Elves, which are a magic card, like singles off of Amazon. (laughs) Amazon was like the anti eBay back then. Now it's it's Disney, <laughs> like it's that <laughs> level. But uh, anyway, so we we figured out what worked. We figured out what didn't work. I went back on Friday and I was like, "Look, for the twelve hour Donkey Kong stream, we got almost all the way through Donkey Kong uh, Country Returns, and we never finished it. So we're gonna go back and finish it. World Eight, which is the volcano." is fucking tough it took me like two hours to beat it but that final boss and the final ending is fucking great like i don't know if i should spoil it for you guys i don't know if you guys are ever gonna play this game anytime i won't soon. fucking play it yeah i mean Go for basically it. what i don't give a shit after you beat the final boss somehow like donkey kong is like gets launched up into space for a second because he gets like thrown so far up and he just fucking punches the moon down on the fucking uh, boss, and then you win the game. Like, <laughs> it's a Bayonetta fucking Gurren Lagan levels of bullshit. 
I mean, I guess I could just show you guys in the newsroom. Like, I could go to YouTube and we can watch it. Spo by the way, anyone that's watching, and it's the, this is spoilers for you. Sorry. Very well. So, Country Returns. We're talking about the one that came out on the Wii, right? The newer yeah. one. The newer one, yeah. not the old one. Well, Tropical Freeze is the, the newer one. Like, it's newer than that one. Yeah. All right, we don't want to hear this. Let me see where it is. There it was. There it fucking is. So, basically, you're doing the final boss. You're basically kind of like fighting Andros. Which, by the way, this boss was pissing me the fuck off. Yeah, so he... So, this is the final boss blowing up. And he blows Donkey Kong all the way up above the moon. And then Donkey Kong's like, huh. Just like, I'm gonna punch the fuck out of this big rock in my way. And he wins the game. Oh, I didn't beat it with Diddy Kong. My bad. I didn't have Diddy Kong when I beat it. Spoilers! I was yeah! He punched it. Pew! And it just kills the boss. <laughs> and it's over. <laughs> like. He punched the moon. Yeah! That's stupid. Donkey Kong's the best. That's Donkey stupid. Donkey Kong is the <laughs> And it just goes back into yeah, place. Yeah, like... it just goes right back up into the place. Yeah, man. Video games. This is why we need more. Bananas. This is the more goofy shit. He's like, oh, my hand. <laughs> that like, he is. He's like, that launches like something that me and other people argue a lot about in fucking boxer stream. He's got like a character battle discord or channel where he yeah. he'll pit a one character and a Naruto character because he just constantly throws out Naruto characters. And we're all like, please pick anything else. Literally anything else. And don't don't even look at Naruto. You but Goku, <laughs> it's, that that would be like the next thing to the fucking pick. No, fucking it, that like DK. I used to think was like brain dead, but now if you're saying that he punches the moon, I'm just like, there, there's some like, fucking I'll push nonsense. Shit out of this. So <laughs> it's great. I fucking love it. So, but no. So we beat that, and then I finally started Story of Seasons: Friends of Mineral Town, and holy shit. Did the nostalgia hit me so fucking hard? I'm sorry. Like, it no, I'm happy. Like I was so happy playing this game. I am so happy with like all of the upgrades that they did to the game. I have uh, there. You can buy rabbits and shear them and sell the fur because they're Angoria rabbits. So their body just grows Angoria fur. And I'm like, okay. I'm going to have some chickens and some rabbits then. So, dude, I played so much of this. I got through, like, half of the first, like, What's season. the significance to the rabbits? Because you're, like, you're, like, explaining this like I'm supposed to fucking know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm just saying they weren't in the original. This is a new thing. Okay. So, yeah, you can you had. Go ahead. Let the man talk, Chris. Well, no, I'm, 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 I'm trying What's to comprehend because he's just like, this is amazing. And I'm just like, okay, I don't know where our baseline is because I don't know if I should be excited or white. Well, so like, Harvest Moon, so you're not going to be excited about it. So I can live vicariously through you. Don't give me that shit. It doesn't have circle cows, though, but they're pretty close. I don't want to play it. It's like a hybrid of circle and regular cows, and I'm fine with it. So an so. oval. No, they're not oval. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Cowboys. 
No, I'm interested. Like, it's it's very relaxing. Uh, so, it's really cool to see, like, there's a lot of stuff that I still remember about the game. Because Friends of Mineral Town, uh, the original Harvest Moon Friends of Mineral Town, was just, like, a better version of Harvest Moon Back to Nature, which was on mm-hmm. PlayStation 1. And then uh, Friends of Mineral Town came out on the GBA. And I believe you could link that with one of the GameCube games and do something with the, one of the game uh, the GameCube games. Yes. Uh, but fuck the GameCube games. Friends of Mineral Town was so fucking good. Like, that was the perfect one. And then, like, for, like, them to just basically make it again. And I'm so happy with it. And I'm going to stream that so much more. I'm, I'm streaming that more than I am going to stream mo- uh, Gundam building. So, <laughs> I like that game that much more. There you go. But no, uh... Oh, yeah. Sailor Corellia ended up was here and named my farm Big Dumpy Farm, so <laughs> so my farm is Big Dumpy. <laughs> Sorry, Big chat, Dumpy. Chat besides, so I I got to name my character, and I told Chat that they're allowed to name everything else in the game. So we have Big Dumpy Farm. I got a couple chickens right now. I have Nuggy and Doug. Like I don't know where those names came from, but. I went with, I was like, yeah, Chicken Nuggy. And then someone was like, name the second one, Doug. And I was like, all right. (laughs) But no, I think the game's going to be really fun. We're already trying to woo some of the townsfolk. Like, it's fucking progressive as hell because I'm playing a male character and I can woo the male NPCs if I want to. I don't think you could do that in the original version, but they changed that for this one. Yeah, I think they made it. I was talking to... um... I believe it was tragic on Twitch about the story of season. She was saying like how she has multiple relationships, women and men in like, these games. you can't have orgies. What? Not in harvest moon. I don't, are you talking about this one? I think it's either, it's either. This I know one you can't or... in like mass effect, but harvest moon orgies, mineral town orgies. That's what you're telling me. No, what is Possibly. it? Orgies of mineral town. Orgies <laughs> of mineral town. <laughs> There it is. Well, there it is. But no, the game is streaming on great. freaking now streaming Plex on Plex Store. Uh, yeah. Plex How store. are you guys forgetting this? <laughs> <laughs> I check it regularly. Like, <laughs> uh, but uh, other than that, uh, I have a Nuzlocke. I mean, the we beat the Elite Four. I I grossly misunder or miss what is it? Overestimated how much I needed to be leveled. To beat the Elite Four, uh, I forgot that the starting level for the Elite Four in Johto is like forties like to fifties. Forty, and it pops off at like fifty, and uh, I leveled all my Pokemon to level fifty-five. So, <laughs> whoops on me! But we got through the Elite Four, and we beat all of the gym leaders except for Blue. So, if things go according to plan, uh, I could probably finish that Nuzlocke in one more stream. Nice. So we would nice. have to beat Blue. We would have to beat the Elite Four again, and then we would have to go to Mount Silver and fight Red. If you uh, lose to Red, are you going to restart again? That's the rules. <sighs> wow. Like that's, okay. Like, that's the that's Nuzlocke, Nuzlocke challenge. Yeah. If you die, you must restart. Okay. I, 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 Me, if I went to Red and I lost, I'm mean, like, I did what I had to do. Look, out of all three of us, I have a successful streamed Nuzlocke challenge. So <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's it's that's why people always set up these rules because they don't want to do it. Like I, I remember when I did my Nuzlocke and people were giving me shit because I wasn't letting the Pokemon go. I was putting them in a box. I was like, I was like, no, they go in the box. They're like, no, you got to let them go. 
And they're like, I'm like, why do I got to let them go? Because like, if you keep them, you're going to want to use them. Yeah. After you wipe out. Yep. And it's true because as soon as I got like completely wiped out, like in the fifth gym, I think is what it was. I was just like, all right, guys, we'll continue the story. We'll continue the story. I'm going to go ahead and pull the Pokemon from there, like from the box. And they're like, ah, that's not Nuzlocke. Yeah. Like, now it's just a regular Pokemon thing, game. It's just regular Pokemon. And I'm just like, in the end, I never you ended fake up beating gamer it because, girl. <laughs> yeah. I can't sell my bathwater now. But, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, that, them's the rules. Like, I want to get to Gen 3 because everyone's telling me I don't remember a lot about Gen 3 at all. And they said the remakes are fantastic. Yeah. So I am excited to get to it because I also forgot that it was the first uh, remake that was in the 3D, like X and Y was. Mm-hmm. So. I'm excited. Which for was that. Gen three? Gen three is uh, uh, Ruby Sapphire. Yeah. Oh, I played those. The only thing I remember about Ruby and Sapphire are the stupid like Team Magma and Team Aqua, and they're just like, "We want the world to be covered in water," and I'm like, "You're a fucking idiot!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure the remake's gonna go by the storyline of Emerald, which is supposed to be really good. Mm, not quite. Really. Yeah. Well, no, that's because they have megas in this. No, they so, have megas in this, and like Rayqua- Mega Rayquaza, stupid. Like, <laughs> Mega Rayquaza is the dumbest fucking Pokemon that they it ever ate the came Mega out. Stone. It was a mistake. Mega Rayquaza is a mistake. It's That's true. what that is. I love I love Terminal Montage's uh, video about the Mega Battle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then I actually watched the analysis breakdown of the whole I did too. Thing, and I, I did too. Like, I completely forgot cool. who won. I think it was Mega Rayquaza who won. It I was Mega remember. Rayquaza. Yeah. Yeah. Because Mega Audino like uh, resurrected everybody, which is an homage to the TCG game. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Rayquaza was like, "No, I'm Mega Rayquaza. Like, <laughs> fuck you." <laughs> so, uh, but no, like, hopefully, I, I want to get done with the Nuzlocke. Like, I love Gen Two. I'll play Gen Two all day. Like, we got some bangers, man. Like, we have Typhlosion. We just got a Houndor, and we have a Houndoom now. Ludor. We named it, Eddie named it Ludor. Uh, <laughs> I've got a Magnazone. I've got a Heracross. I've got a Mamoswine. Like, I even have some backups. Like, I, I have a really good uh, Quagsire, but, like, all of the rest of my team just outclassed it. And I was like, all right, I guess you're going to get boxed for now. So, but no, I'm excited for it. Right and then on. other than that, I got my pickups for the week. So since I was talking about Pokemon... I'll show off. I have been on Mercari, and I need to stay off of Mercari because I'm just sitting in bed at, like, right before I go to bed. I'm just like, all right, what shit are we buying today? So I went to the Japanese Game Boy section, and uh, I saw a bunch of listings for games for really good prices. So I picked up uh, this lot for $30, and I think I paid a little bit for shipping. But I've got... Pokemon Red and Pokemon Yellow in Japanese. Okay. I've tested them. I changed the battery in Yellow. Red's battery is still holding a save. And then I got Gold and Silver in Japanese. I didn't know that they had blue cartridges. So the thing is, one of them them has a dark blue cartridge, and the other one has a dark gray cartridge. I don't know why they didn't do the different colored ones like the North American ones. They're fake. Are those legit? Yeah, uh, I, I would I would question their legitimacy. I would open them up because yeah, I've opened them up. I have boards. 
Because I have a Japanese uh, crystal, and that is the same as the American crystal. But do you have a gold and silver Japanese version? I do not, so I can't validate that. (laughs) But even like when I bought these, I was like, why did I buy these? I have all of these versions in North American. Like, it's not like I'm buying these because I didn't have them already. No. And then I was like, well, I need... You were just spending money. green and blue now, and I need crystal, so... (laughs) You were just spending money. Yeah, I got those on the way too. So, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Well, I, I got—I'll show those off next time because they're coming in Monday, and they're also coming in with my complete inbox Chrono Trigger and my complete inbox Final Fantasy VI for Super Famicom that I got both of those for like sixty-eight bucks with shipping. Each or together? Together. Wow, that's decent. Yeah, that's not bad. What else? Uh, what else do you got? Is that it? No, 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 sorry. Uh, Hallie walked in, so I had to talk to her. Uh, I forgot that I had ordered this. from. So we had recently purchased from MilanRecords.com or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got that Cowboy Bebop record. And uh, I remember right when I got that Cowboy Bebop record that I pre-ordered this, which is the Evangelion Ooh. vinyl. That's a really it's, nice cover. It's, yeah. it's very nice. And it has uh, four sides, so it's a two-disc. And all that matters is a cruel angel's thesis is on it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I got this for like 30, 35 bucks. So I was like, why the fuck not? So I haven't opened it yet. I think it's actually colored. I guess I could open it up on street. I don't have my knife with me, but I'll open it up and show you, show people in the discord. But is I, it a picture vinyl? No, it's not. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that the bi- the discs or the the vinyls themselves are like different colors and stuff like that. So I'll show this to the everyone in the stream right now. There it is. It's got the one chick. I don't remember which one her name is. It's not Oscar. No, it's not Oscar. And then the only the other thing I it's, got was uh... I got these dope. Uh, I need. So I have some Raycons that I got for my birthday last year, and they're just. They they're not. I don't like earbuds. They fall out of my ears very easily, and they just start hurting my ears after a while. So I was like, man, I want some wireless over the earbud or over the ear headphones, but I'm not spending five hundred dollars on them. So I went to I went to Google and I found CNET's 2021 top ten over the what headphones whatever. Found these for thirty bucks on Amazon. They're from called oh, yeah. they're from a place called Tribit, and even the reviews are like. It's stupid how good these headphones are for this price. Like, they have pretty good bass. Like, they're not expensive. So if you want to use them to work out and they end up, like, breaking after, you know, maybe a year or something, you spent 30 bucks. Like, it's not that big of a deal. So if you're looking for them for, like, something to work out with and you want something over the ear, yeah, go check out Tribit, I believe is what they're called. So... But other than that, that's all I got. I forgot I had two other people talking about their weeks after mine. So <laughs> Nice. Eddie, what have you been up oh, to? It's all good. Metal Gear, Metal Gear, and more damn Metal Gear. Hell yeah. Doing. Yeah, it's uh it's funny because um I was so excited for this. I still am. I mean, I'm still very excited for this whole series and whatnot. But one of the things that we discussed last week was uh I was like, Oh, I can can I beat seven games in a week? I think is what we did, yes. right? Yes. I did three. <laughs> I did three, and okay. the only reason why is because I you got good internet. I, uh, well, not only I had good internet, but the thing about it was is that like Metal Gear takes up a lot of your time. Mm-hmm. So we, f- we finished up Snake Eater, 
which was like great. Like everybody was just like, oh my gosh, thank you. You're such a great game. Like this and this and that. Of course, you come in with people that are that are coming in are just like, I don't understand Metal Gear. I, that's why I don't I play don't, these games. So. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, that's cool. But like, you know, like blah, 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 this and this and that, whatever. But I think my <laughs> my biggest thing is that I used to say Peace Walker was like one of my favorite games out of the series. And as I was playing it, I was just like, fuck this game. <laughs> I was like, this game is pissing me off. All right, especially, I'm going to let you two argue. I'm going to take a back seat for a minute. <laughs> especially towards the end. And it's not it's not that I'm saying that it's a bad game overall. Mm-hmm. I love the story of it. I enjoy the gameplay about it. What I hate is how tedious it becomes and how much of a grind it becomes just trying to get to the ending. Okay. What ended up what should what should have been a 4-hour stream ended up being a 9-hour stream to get to the final boss because I had to fucking just fucking. basically repeat repeat <laughs> the fucking missions yes. to get to it. So I don't I don't I don't know how familiar anybody is to this and I won't spoil it for those that don't know, but basically there's a part where a certain character keeps escaping the damn prison. And he does it six times, but before you do, <laughs> before you get to the sixth time, you have to do like three or five. It says it specifically in the strategy. You have to do between three to five missions before you trigger the next event in the story. And I'm just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And so it got just so like, ah. Uh, and then I'm like, Miller, you're a dick. You have one job. And, and, and you're you not good at it. Do it. And you're not good yeah, at and, it. And, and I'm just like, and so it was just, it was crazy. So we beat Snake Eater, we beat Pe- Peace Walker, we started uh, Phantom Pain yesterday, and this is why I say I beat three games because we did do Ground Zeroes in two hours because that's oh, how long it takes. Get the fuck out of here! That doesn't count. <laughs> it counts. It was sold on its own. It counts. You can speed run games. Game's in a fucking demo. Time, so <laughs> it's a game. It's got content. And so wait, which ones did you say? So you beat Snake Eater, which is two. Snake Eater. Snake Eater's three. So he, he Snake beats Eater's three. Yes. So Snake Eater it takes place in the sixties. It is Naked Snake's mm-hmm. first mission. Okay. Then after that is Peace Walker, which okay. is it's it's around the same time as the Cuban Missile Crisis. I believe it's right after the Cuban Missile Crisis. And right. then after that is Ground Zeroes, which is allegedly the last time that you see Naked Snake. Oh, wait, so you're doing canonically in story. He's doing the canonical doing the, timeline. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking of like one, two, three, and four. I was like, where's Sons of Liberty? But I'm, I'm guessing that's one of the later. That's Way that's later. Yeah. Sons of Liberty takes yeah. place in the year 2000. Yeah, that's Old Man Snake. Mm-hmm. Which is, which is, and that's the great thing about it too, right? It's because like, it, it, it goes into this territory and it's like so interesting for me because like, I wasn't expecting it, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I guess this makes sense because we get people that come in and they're like, I'm confused. Like, <laughs> is this the same snake? And I'm like, no, this is actually so-and-so. Like, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. But then you get the guy in chat that's just like, well, here's the breakdown to it. And I'm like, no, 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 hold on, hold on. Like, maybe this person doesn't want to know. Maybe they're here for the adventure. They want to see, like, la da da And you get your argument. Well, it's an old game. Why can't I spoil it? Like, blah, 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 blah. We want to discuss. We want to talk. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like... You should do the dissertation afterwards. Or, in fact, this could just be a project that you and I work on, Eddie, where we talk about Metal Gear bullshit. Good job. You just just volunteered yourself for the next project. (laughs) (laughs) I'm down for some Metal Gear. I'll do a Metal Gear video. I don't give a shit. 
Oh god, there's yeah. another three parter. So. Oh, that's not a three parter. It's like a six parter. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like it's a whole saga. But no, it's that's actually it's not a bad idea. You guys should do that. Sorry, go ahead, Eddie. It's, it's been great. It's been great going through it. And then it, I was just so funny because like we're playing Ground Zero, and I'm like having a blast and doing this and like blah, 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 and I'm like so excited. I'm like yes, like now we get to go into Phantom Pain because to me Phantom Pain. There's two reasons why I want to go to it. It's because I feel like it's going to be one of the lengthier ones of the series. Of like, even a speed run, I think a speed run is you can beat it in 24 hours. That's the speed run. Sounds like Final Fantasy yeah. VII OG. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like a casual run could be anywhere from 35 to 48 hours. So I'm like, okay, like I'm really excited for it. Like I want to see the story grow. And I, I'm all pumped up seeing everything that's happening. And then my internet's like, no, sir, it ain't happening tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Psych, it ain't happening tonight. So I was just like, all right, but that's been my week. It was really great, too, to start off uh, because we did, um, was it it this week or was it last week? I don't even remember. Like, I'm so off in my time. Like, I don't even know if my Twitch anniversary was this week. It was this week, It was this week, yes, because that's when you got the the good internet and you were like, oh, shit, I can actually stream. Yeah, I can actually stream. So we did that. We celebrated that one month, one month, one year on Twitch. And we started off with Snake Eater, which is great. We played through the series. It's been fun. Um, I've had some really, really good like uh, conversations. And I've had people come in and hate on it. And it is what it is. You're but, getting a bunch of different conversations, which is good. Which is good, yeah. So that's what it really comes down to. It. Aside from Metal Gear, I was supposed to do the Katana Zero stuff, but I just... Was focused on Metal Gear. Trash. <laughs> you actually got good internet, so you're fine. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, it was just so, even then, like I'm telling you, and that's the thing that pissed me off about Peace Walker, Chris, is that I got to a point where like, I think it was like a Thursday where I was just like, guys, I can't go any further in this game right now. I have to grind because mm-hmm. we were like at a boss that we were like supposed to take out. Yeah. The actual Peace Walker. And I'm like, I think I'm doing it wrong. I think I got to grind some more. I think I got to go ahead and just kind of grind off stream. And I grinded that game for like three hours off stream. And so when I came back, I'm like, yes, today we're beating Peace Walker. We're going into Phantom Pain, blah, 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 blah. Nope. Mm. It was just like still more to go. And I was like, fuck this game. The great one. I think the great conversation that I had is somebody came in and was just like, oh yeah, this is the Monster Hunter of Metal Gear. And yes. I'm like, so like, the, here, the, here's, the mission is there. Here's the mission the, is there. The issue with uh, Peace Walker is that it's arguably got, if not the best, one of the best stories within the entire Metal Gear franchise. Peace Walker is Peace amazing. Five, right? No, Peace Walker no. is a PSP game that had oh, come out and okay. it had later gotten ported Phantom over to Phantom Pain is five. Gotcha. Uh, Phantom right. Pain is actually split between Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain. Uh, gotcha. But I probably said that all wrong. Our, five, all whatever. All I remember is the Phantom Pain porn parody. That's all I remember. Yeah, that's great. That's pretty good too. <laughs> um, really good. <laughs> no, but so Peace Walker is a PSP game. And the problem with, with that is that they couldn't find enough like in-game mechanics and like gameplay to extend it out to make people feel like they got their money's worth because it was a $40 game which was the status quo for PSP games at the time because if they just zeroed in on the gameplay itself on the main storyline you can possibly beat it within eight hours with all the main missions that matter 
So they had to pad it in with like stupid little, hey, we've got like 40,000 different recruits that you could fucking bring in onto your team. Go ahead and find them. Some of them you can tranquilize yourself. Some of them work for the other, for the, uh, the enemy. And then he was just like, hey, go kill this high value target. And now do it again. 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 And that's Peace Walker. Legit. Legit. Peace Walker. 100%. Peace Walker is a great game when you cut the fat out. But you can't say that for a $40 PSP game that that equals the value. So that's the interesting i mean and and the way they try to and i commend them for the way they try to go about it too because like they didn't just make it seem like oh this is another mission but what ends up happening is like your character snake or big boss whatever the hell you want to call him at that point because he gets like three names there snake big boss and vic boss Mm -hmm. but he'll be doing a mission he'll be doing like the main story like the main ops is what they call them right and then you have like the side ops and it's like Okay, soldier that I just recruited right now, Snake is doing this over there in this warehouse. We need you to go to the opposite side of the island and infiltrate this little warehouse over here and take this documentation from, like, this guy. And you're like, but what does that really do? Nothing. Like, what is this essential to the music? It helps out Big Boss and it helps out Outer Heaven more than you think. And you're All like, it does is, really is that it builds up resources and it, it, there's a there's a mission threshold that's counted in the background in order for other events to pop off that are connected to the main mission. Yep. Like So that's where that the grind terrible. comes into play. So, but this game came out in like 2009 and it was for the PSP. So back then, I mean, you play it, it was just like I can take Metal Gear on the go and it's almost like my PS2 games and it gives me like these these the mindset of people back then playing these games are completely different to like today's standards. And that's yeah. why like when I when people talk about Peace Walker, it's truly a relic of its time. Like people have rose tinted glasses when talking about Peace Walker. And don't get me wrong, it's a fantastic game, but that game needs to be remade or remastered with the option of skipping a lot of that side mission shit. Create an incentive to do the side missions, but don't make it the requirement, which it was, to complete the game. That's what uh, I think someone asked us that when we were talking about when we said like Skyward Sword without the motion controls. You should have said Peace Walker with all that shit trimmed. Well, Well, the thing about it is, as I completely forgot about it, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I went in and I was like, oh, man, I remember the story. I remember this and that. Like, blah, 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 blah. And and there's some questionable shit in that game, too, that I was just like, I remember doing this, but I don't feel, I don't know how I feel about it streaming it because they, it, it leads up to a conversation that I don't want to have. And it makes me go, what the fuck, Kojima? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you talking about but, the, uh, the fucking, what was it? It was like I think it's connected to a beach scene with Paz and all the other soldiers. Yep. 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 That was that exactly. was some suspect. It's the '60s. That's the excuse they gave. Yeah. It's supposed to be the '60s. Yeah, it's well, yeah, mm, it's so right. It, it's it's one of those things, dude. Where like it's just like I don't even know how to justify it. But like even in the end, it's just kind of like, well, haha. It, it, it okay. The best way I can describe it, it's like you know when people who watch Star Wars. And Princess Leia kisses Luke, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Princess Leia kisses Luke, and so and uh, New Hope, and then they're like later on, they're like, "But did they know they were brother and sister? Like, did George Lucas knew all along that they were brother and sister? And he said purposely, I 'I'm still gonna have them kiss.' It's kind Probably. of in the same. 
It's probably in the same He's a madman, so I'd believe it. Yeah, it, it's it's possibly in the same lines of that, this certain event that we're talking about, where I'm just kind of like, Kojima, you knew what you were doing and what you were implicating in this, even though the outcome at the end is kind of like, aha, it's still weird. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's still it's weird, but like, one, one, it, you can make the argument that it's a product of its time. So like, right. and I know it's a really shitty argument to make, but it's a product of its time. So it's during the time that not only like, where it's taking place in the 60s, but even at that point where we got the game in 2009, the backlash to people like messing around or dating or having characters that were underage and idolizing them was a lot less taboo than it is today. I mean, you you ask me now or you ask me then, I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, that's not, no, don't do that. But back yeah, yeah. then, people probably like didn't think twice to it, you know, because it's at the, at in a sense, it's just a digital character that doesn't exist, right? So, I mean, it becomes one of those things. Like, it could be an argument that could be held up to the anime standards too, right? It's just, I mean, I, I, I it's the same thing to me. Yeah, but, but yes, yes, that's Metal Gear. Yes, <laughs> yes. You guys really so sold me on Metal Gear. So, so, aside, so aside, aside from the, uh, the the love boxes and mechs and all this shit that's going on with Metal Gear. Come for the mechs, was... stay for the underage love. Like, Whoa, that's right? what Whoa. <laughs> it's just one game. <laughs> you could just read well, the cliff yeah. notes. Yeah, so so Metal, yeah, that's, that's basically what I've been doing. I'm excited to go into Phantom Pain, hopefully tomorrow. Um, because, yeah, I guess that's the next thing I was going to talk about was the FCC came through, I guess you can say. What? That, like, you know, they've been on Cox and, like, they've been, like, constantly, like, hey, like, you got to get this shit fixed because, like, this is the week where I've actually had, like, completely sturdy internet. And I'm not even going to lie. Yesterday when my internet went down, I think, like, two hours later, it was actually up and running again. And I could have gone online and been like, hey, like, let's go. But I was just like, eh, I already knocked up a couple, I already knocked back a couple of beers. <laughs> yeah, knocked back, not knocked up. Knock back a couple of beers. I'm just gonna fucking super chill and that's it. But yeah, I haven't been really doing much aside from just playing Metal Gear. I started watching uh, the third season of Dark Side of the Ring, which is fucking fantastic. If you guys don't know what that is, it's a documentary basically on um, the Vice Network. If you okay. have Hulu, yeah. If you oh, have Hulu, oh, oh. You know, yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah. Dark. They have some episodes on YouTube. Yes. But basically, it's just the uh, dark side of the ring is all these like stories of shit that happened in wrestling, like moments behind where the shit just behind the scenes stuff, and just kind of like super super sketchy at points. They talk about you know like Chris Benoit's death. They talk about like Jimmy Snuka's alleged murder. Um, How they and, just erased him from wrestling history, mm -hmm. like things things like that. And so the one that they had, uh, they had a two parter. Episode one and episode two of this season, which feature Brian Pillman, uh, Brian Pillman, and like what he went through, his car accident and stuff like that, and how that led up to his untimely death, and like his son. But the one that really, really, yes, the one that really tripped me out was Nick Gage. I had heard of Nick Gage, but I had never really came across anything. Like I never really into it. Like I'm into wrestling, but when it comes down to like the hardcore, like death matches, especially the independent death matches. I'm very, very like, I don't know about that. 
Like, I don't know about all that stuff because they do some crazy, crazy ass shit. Rest in peace, New Jack, by the way. If you guys this shit looks like it was filmed in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, Nick Gage and this dude was just insane. Like, he went into the match, like, no, like thinking, I'm going to die or my opponent's going to die tonight. Like, that was his thought process in this whole thing. And, like, dude, like, went through, like, like drugs, robbing a bank. He lost his mom to cancer. He lost his brother to, like, suicide. So, like, his, he's all fucked up in the head and all this shit. But, like, the dude was just like, I'm going in there to fucking die or kill the other some bitch out there. He's got he matches. He was a gladiator. <laughs> dude, he went in there and he's got a match with, like, John Moxley, who's, you know, the former AEW champion right now. And, like, he has a pizza cutter, like a legit pizza cutter. And he starts grinding him, like, right on the forehead. And just, like, okay, like, you know, you're trying to be hardcore. And he's, like, he's like John Moxley's, like, you're just going to skim off the top. And he's, like, no, I'm going in fucking deep, dude. Like, he's going, like, actually trying to fucking get you. Get Scalp you. this guy. Yeah. And then, like, he feeds off the crowd because the crowd's going fucking wild. And he takes the pizza cutter to his mouth and try to fucking slice open that shit. And I'm just, like, mm-hmm. dude. That's just intense shit. Like, I just cannot, you know? Yeah, there's a That's picture true. of it on his Wikipedia page when he faced off. John John Moxley is the, the Marine dude, right? Or the, the, the fucking army fucking motherfucker? The one that comes in with the camels now? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, which is interesting, right? So this episode, this episode uh, debuted this week. And they're talking about him, how he did basically, I think he did like seven years in jail because he robbed, he robbed a bank. Five years. Well, he did five. And then he, uh, and then he got, uh, he did the drug testing thing that I think put him back for either a year and a half or two, where he tried to manipulate the system and use somebody else's piss. I don't, I don't know about that affecting him like legally. I know that he had a 2005 arrest. Uh, which just went away, and then he went away for five years for a bank robbery. Mm. I don't know anything well, about the about, piss they, test bullshit. They talked about uh, the piss testing in the documentary, so I don't know. That's what I'm going based off of, because I had never heard anything. But yeah, he also had a match with David Arquette, the actor. I faintly remember that. Yeah, so because David Arquette is going on this crusade. Long story short, David David Arquette is going on this crusade. Uh, back in the WCW days when the movie Ready to Rumble was coming out and they were promoting it and whatnot, they thought it was a good idea to bring David Arquette to the actual show and have him win the actual WCW World Heavyweight title. Like, he held it for like a couple of days and stuff like that. And That's so, weird. Yeah, so... He's on this, like, he's like, it was the worst thing they could have ever done. It was like the worst mistake that could have ever happened, like, blah, 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 blah. And, but he's like, but I'm out to prove to myself that I can be a wrestler and that I can be a champion or a wrestler of that caliber to to hold up a championship. So his, like, first debut match was a death match against this guy, Nick Gage. And Nick Gage is like, does this motherfucker know what he's getting into? Because I'm going to try to kill him. I don't care if he's an actor, like, type of stuff. Because I'm going to kill so, him. Yeah, and it's just it's just it's just wild, dude. So I've been watching that. I've been watching that, and then um, well, how do you guys have not? How did how how would they make him stop? They don't. That's the thing. It's just like it just kind of ends up happening. Like it's just there was a part there was a part in there where like I guess he got stabbed with one of those like uh those light bulbs that they keep smashing on him. I don't know what they're the fluorescent ones. The fluorescent fluorescent ones. Yeah, he got like stabbed like on that is so unsafe. 
and yeah. was like just completely, completely like like a stuck pig, just fucking bleeding out. And they were putting towel. And this dude's like, I don't care. I'm gonna go out there. Just tape me up, wrap me up, put the towels on there. I don't give a shit. Blah 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 blah. Dude ends up passing out. They have a helicopter coming out to pick him up. He died for seven minutes, and he's just like, "But I'm still here, right?" So what's the next thing? And I'm dude, like, "Jesus, dude is a madman." I believe he's gone on to like four different wrestling circuits because he ends up getting kicked out of each one because he's just so fucking off the goddamn walls. Like yeah. the dude the is only, insane. Yeah, the only promotion that still hires him right now is the GCW, and that's just because like his friend is like the owner of it, mm-hmm. and he sees him like a brother. And he even tells him he's just like I've kicked him out of my apartment. He's like I bailed him out so many times, like blah 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 blah. But I still believe in him. I still give him a chance because I see him as a big brother. Which is funny story is last night they were actually in town. They were out here and they had a show, and I was thinking about like I was like, man, do I want to go? Do I not yeah. want to go? Like la da 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 da. This and this and that. You know, where the world's opening up. I'm not vaccinated. I'm technically immune. But I'm like, ah, I didn't end up going. I didn't end up going. And John Moxley shows up to confront him, apparently. Oh, shit. Like, so John Moxley lives in Vegas. I know he lives in Vegas. So, like, they became like this big deal. And it makes sense. You're promoting this show. You're promoting this guy's episode this week. They're having a big event in Vegas yeah. with an actual, like, you know, crowd in there. People are wearing masks. People are not wearing masks because that's the world we're living in right now. And again comes John Moxley and they have like this fucking backyard brawl with Nick Gage. Yeah, it's just, it was just wild, man. It's just fucking wild. But um, that's what I've been doing this week. Other than that, I was thinking about uh, cataloging my games and movies. I do have an app on my phone that yeah, I was I've... using before. Yeah, I put one in the docket because that was that's the one that Red Letter Media uses to catalog all mm-hmm. their movies. Oh, that's what uh, I use but, for my video games. Yeah, but it's a paid service. Yep. See, no, I, I have the free one. It's called the uh, Labib. Labib. And it's I don't like know. yeah, it's like basically you can I like this one because I remember I you can categorize up to certain things like Blu-rays, Switch games, like da da da. If you go for the paid service, you can unlock more stuff. But for what I had, I was like, ah, that's good enough. Right. But you can also like put, I've watched it, I've beat the game, I did not beat the game, I need to go okay. back to it, like so things like that. And I started doing that for a bit, and then I just kind of like held off because a lot of my stuff is still in fucking storage. It's just kind of just in boxes. Mm-hmm. But I would like to fucking, you know. And the Do website something. we were talking about was collectors. What is it? Collectors.com or something like collectors that? Yeah, collectors with a Z. Com. I think it's a short CTZ.com is what they call it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, no, my, my week has been pretty mild, pretty mellow. Nothing too crazy. Um, I didn't get any pickups this week. I really didn't have anything. I didn't order anything. Um, this hat is basically one of the things. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a one hat guy. I'm pretty sure I have another hat somewhere, but I can't find it. And the other one was just kind of starting to stink. And I was just like, yep. I Ew. need a new hat. Yeah, so. You know you can just wash it, right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So here, here's my dilemma with this hat that I that I have. The reason why I don't want to wa- wash it is because it's actually, and I shouldn't have worn it to begin with. I just didn't have a hat. They're building the when they were building Las Vegas Stadium. This is one of the hats that they gave out to like the construction workers, like okay specifically. And it's like limited edition and has like the logo of the Las Vegas Stadium and it says like Las Vegas and like yeah. It's you shouldn't have been wearing like, that. <laughs> I shouldn't have been wearing it, but I didn't have a hat, so I was like, ah. So I know if I throw it in there and just wash it, not the right way, it's going to damage it. So I'm like, get a new hat. Get it dry and then like, And then eventually I'll get one of those like little steamer things that you could just like, eh. 
place on yeah. there and clean the hat properly, and then I'll be like, all right, it still has some significance to it. No, you're going to you know wash I mean? out all the significance. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, that's pretty much it. That was Gross. that was my week. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Very well. Uh, I put out the third part to the Guilty Gear fucking retrospective that I've been third working on. Third and final? I'm not going to sit here and say that it is indeed the final. It is definitely like the last one that I plan on focusing on or working with for a while. This one pretty much encompasses everything having to do with Xard. It was a pretty beefy video. It's just clocking in under 18 minutes and it's just focusing on one game. So it's 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 a decent video. It's got decent traction. A lot of people have been interacting with it for for what it's worth. So well, like Strive beta's out too. Strive beta, I'm taking advantage of like the the potential release window. As far as like <clears throat> doing part 4 for Strive, that's going to be like really up in the air cuz it depends on like well, do I want to wait until you know, six months after the, the game releases or better yet, shouldn't I just do it until like way further on down the road after the game is essentially complete 100% with all the fucking, I'd probably the, do that. The seasons being released and, you know, keeping track of the game state. Cause like, this is the first time that I'm tracking a game from like its beginnings to its eventual end. And that's right. probably going to be taking course over the course of like the next three years, four years, possibly even longer if the game is super successful. So there's a lot of potential with that. I've been contemplating possibly doing a review for Strive. However, I'm already doing a review for Mega Visions. And maybe I just transpose that into a video way later on down the road or maybe like after season one, season two to get my thoughts or whatever. But that's not really my focus and that's not what I'm trying to do with my channel just yet. Next video that we're definitely doing is Katana Zero. I haven't thought about anything beyond Katana Zero because I've actually got a lot of projects that are stacked up between my channel and Mega Visions because I'm supposed to be doing a review for Shin Megami Tensei 3 HD remake. I also have another project coming in July for Mega Visions, and then I've got, you know, the Katana Zero that I'm doing with you. So there's just a lot really involved in a small window where I just have to get a lot of writing out. So there's that. It's it's good. I'm I'm glad that everyone is happy. I'm just glad to be done with fucking Guilty Gear for a little bit. Um, speaking of Coming guilty from the gear, person that it's his favorite fighting game. It is my favorite fighting game, but I'm tired of t of writing for it because it has affects my execution, and I just want to play the game right now. And the Strive beta was this weekend. In fact, it ended ten o'clock this morning. The lobbies are still garbage. They tried fixing the lobbies. The lobbies are still garbage. So we're just gonna have the to like. Lobbies were so good in XR though. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Why, so why do that? Like you, it's an arcade lobby. Like it's so uh, whatever. Have you seen what the new lobbies look like? Yes. Yeah, I have. they're I trash. The videos. They're bad. I look. Yeah. They're they're, they're bad. They strive, but you know what? Somebody up on top just fucking has such a goddamn hard erection for these new two D fucking lobbies, and I'm just like, we're just gonna have to take take it for right now until they think of something better i'm hoping that on launch 
the the player lobbies work well where like yeah. there there's a maximum of nine players that you can have in a lobby in a player lobby at any given time i have no idea why they would pick an odd fucking number <laughs> but you can have one person who doesn't play anything as four other people they are at their the cabinets i they're virtual <laughs> doritos i don't i have no fucking clue None. I mean, like, yeah, maybe for, like, someone to be the spectator and possibly stream it, that makes sense. And I'm like, cool, that's fine. But what about the 99.8% of everybody else where it's just like, we've got people on cabinets all over, and there's Mike just sitting in the corner because he's a loser. (laughs) He's a loser. Nobody plays with Mike. So, no. Do you see who the voice actor, the English voice actor for Zato 1 is? Mm, I think I did, and I forgot. If I know you're, it gonna is do. Matt Mercer. Yeah, he was. Um, he did something for Guilty Gear in the past as well. Oh, he was also in Exard. So Exard had English voice acting for Sign and Revelator, but for Rev Two, oh, it was such a quick okay. turnaround that they couldn't hire the English voice cast. Which I don't like the English voice cast anyway. The story uh, trailer. Japanese. The story trailer came out for Strive, I believe, either today or last night. I don't like listening to an American or in English or whatever the fuck it is. Axel's voice. Oh, boy. You need to go watch the fucking story trailer for XR and listen to uh, Axel's it. voice. It is the worst British I've ever heard. It sounds like it came out of either an Australian or an American man's vo- mouth. That's, well, that's what that like shit. When, when I heard the Gurren Lagan uh, dub. And I heard Leon's voice, and it's Steve mm-hmm. Bloom doing a super fucking annoying voice. And I was like, oh, this is bad. He was not supposed to have that kind of voice. Nope. Nope. It, it was not good. It was not good it at all. Japanese version's better. So uh, The game is still good. Uh, they gave nerfs to almost everybody. They, they, re- they did a really good job of balancing the game out. Uh, Strive is, for especially for like a beta or vanilla version, the game is very, very balanced. Except, soul is stupid. I saw that fucking tweet. Which With one matchup? The one where he just does like a fifteen thing combo. I've seen the super one where the super is like a fucking command grab. Yeah, and it just has super so, armor that goes through another super. Heavy Mob Cemetery originally was not a command grab. You had to make contact with the person while they were not blocking. Heavy Mob Cemetery was not a good super, and everyone was just like, this is garbage, I'm never going to fucking use it. Which is fine, because Soul was already a decent character. I think that he was like the worst of the best of all the characters at the time for the second beta. This new beta came around, they made Heavy Mob Cemetery a fucking command grab, they increase the plus frames for his slash, his close slash, and his far slash. He's got barely any buttons on minus, okay? He's got amazing normals. You cannot react to his 5K, his regular kick attack. You can just throw Fafnir out and call it your neutral game. I did it six times to a motherfucker, and there was nothing that he can do. There was absolutely nothing that he can do. I ran up on a Maycare <laughs> player that was whipping my ass, went from Tyrant Wave Super, knocked them out of the screen, and while they were still in recovery from being knocked on the ground, I used Heavy Fafnir, Mob Cemetery Fafnir, and closed it. Fafnir, 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 <laughs> Fafnir, you did it seven times! <laughs> Holy shit, man. <laughs> 
That's dumb. I, I feel would be bad so for this mad person. If I was that Kai player, like, like, go back to that a little bit because when I use fucking my DP, my volcanic viper, usually if I like hit or if I do a light hit or completely whiff volcanic viper, I can get punished. No. No, I'm so plus. He's still like getting up, and I still hit buttons, and he loses. This like, May battle is. You shouldn't have won this. I should not have won that. Like I was just throwing really unsafe moves the entire way. Um, at one, yeah, this is the wild throw. I made the mistake of throwing wild throw out because now I'm in the corner. I'm just getting hit. I luckily got the gold burst. Run up, tyrant wave. He's not even, like, smacked up against the wall and they still transition. And then immediately, Heavy Mob Cemetery. It, it was over. Heavy it was Mob done. Cemetery is a... That's a dumb move, man. It's just... A, it's a rushdown grab. Yeah. Yeah. And if someone does, like... If Ram, who is the second best character in the game, does her fucking full screen super, I just tank it. I watch somebody you uh play Kai and use his fucking... Um, ride the lightning move where he just like rushes out and attacks it's his super it's his his, his connecting super no no soul is just like no fuck you it's the only, it's the only time i have a vtuber up on screen <laughs> oh yeah so this is deb this is the american evo champ from 2019 he's the best soul player in the world and he was the one who announced to everybody that hey so heavy mob cemetery is a command grab now <laughs> his his chat popped off after they saw that yeah it was they all went white insane <laughs> insane like soul at this point i was watching something from leffen and leffen was doing like a tier list on everything and he was just like soul needs to be nerfed or you're going to have problems in the next six months where 50 percent of all your players are playing soul because yeah. he has he has no failures he has no backshots all his fucking forward slash is like everyone else's heavy slash and then his heavy slash is plus like i don't know what i don't know what these people are <laughs> daisuke literally was just like yo let me just have my 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 oc my oc who's god and then that i'm fine because i've been maining soul forever because yeah, you you're just like i'm in it for the long haul you're like fuck off we're fine yeah good. i was i was playing with well no soul has been an amazing character almost throughout the entire series but this is this is like the best iteration that we've ever seen with soul i was and like i was playing in in fi so with final boss yesterday i was i was because i'm just like man soul got shafted like he was still a decent character but soul got shaft shafted in xr he got shafted in fucking plus r and right now he is just so fucking strong what seven fucking Fafnir? It's disgusting. I just back to back. I'm just like, look, you gotta three do of them something. Didn't hit. He no, block three of them, and no. you're still able to get him out before he could land. Bro, they took ten frames off the fucking startup of Fafnir. It's disgusting. It's absolutely <laughs> fucking disgusting. That? I don't know. He needs to be nerfed. He needs to. He needs to be nerfed. I'll still play him. I don't give a shit. All right. I I am well, this a soul is... bad guy specialist. I won't care. It's okay, Daisuke. Just let your character this go. Is... You had your fun during the beta. You had your this fun. Is the now let's the equivalent of a mono red aggro deck going <laughs> unchecked in a format. Absolutely unhinged. Like As... everyone plays it, but they don't want to, but it's good and it's cheap and it's fast. Yeah, like, like the the thing with 
like just strive and soul in general is like last time that I played, it took me the entire weekends to fight all the way up to the 10th floor. And the 10th floor is where you can challenge, or if you do well enough on the 10th floor, you can challenge to be amongst the top players. I It took me like 20 some odd hours to do that. I did the same thing in a window of four hours, just playing soul. Oh my God, this is the one that Max did. It's the 15 hit combo. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was able to fucking do this. It, it's disgusting. Oh, no, it's, it's a 20-hit combo. It's absolutely disgusting. <clears throat> now, this is against Pot. Pot's not very good in this game. But, yeah, it's... It doesn't matter because he doesn't, like, let him recover. <laughs> nope. Nope. It's it's ridiculous. Gunflame after he's already behind Potemkin. That, like, that cross-up is dumb. If he had just... <laughs> Oh, he pr he couldn't because he RC'd twice. Yeah, no, no, no. That wasn't against an actual player. This was in training mode. But the fact that yeah. he's actually able to pull this shit off is He just ran up, did gunplay, then ran back. <laughs> like, they took out Ground Viper, which Ground Viper was a six to nine hit move. Yeah. Where you commit yourself to the ground and you like you have to tap the buttons in order for you to fucking do more damage or cover more ground. In this game, you just hold down uh, Slash and he just... Low profiles, everything, and uppercuts. Immediately, yo, 5k, there, it can't be reacted to. If you if you land fucking Night Raid Vortex into 5k, they cannot react. It's disgusting. It's absolutely You're disgusting. You're so happy. I'm happy You're and happy I'm worried. And sad at the same time because you know it needs to be nerfed. It needs, it, it's too much. He's got too many things. They increased his guts level. This is the first time that they've increased the defense to soul in every in any given like guilty gear ever. It's ridiculous. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. That's all, right, all so I'm going to talk about with with guilty gear strike. Chris likes guilty gear still, so <laughs> yeah, it's great. Who saw that fucking coming? Anyway, Katana Zero, I've begun the recording process for Katana Zero. I'm probably going to play it probably like one or two times between replaying play it on my so – Yes, please, because I need your input. Yeah. We had the Killer Instinct tournament on the night that the Strive – like the Strive beta came out. Bro. Yeah, you didn't plan that right. <laughs> no, no, because originally Boxer and I were going to call it off and be like, yo, the Strive shit is going on. Uh, yeah, we're not – Fuck your shit. And then I had like five people come to like, yo, Killer Instinct though. Killer Instinct though. I'm like. <sighs> you got the five that don't play Strive. Yeah, but then I got eight players. So like, I, like eight other players show up and we actually were just like, okay, that's fine. Like these Killer Instinct motherfuckers are dedicated. They don't give a shit. They don't care at all. Our co our game had rollback net code before it was cool. So <laughs> Yeah, but now it's bad rollback net code. So oh, no. I don't know. I don't know. There's now like fucking variables and different levels of quality. Look, it's a 2013 game. Whatever. It's still good. It's still fun to watch. I'm fucking terrible at it. I didn't win a goddamn match on fucking Friday. Yeah, Not you one. You play Kilgore or something, don't you? Yeah, but no, Kilgore. No, I play Fulgore, and Fulgore is supposed yeah, to be mind. a decent character, but Fulgore yeah, is like the Shoto. Anyway, so Killer Instinct tournament. That was that was fun. It was all right. I was just sitting there. I'm just like, just remember, I could be playing Strive right now. I'm doing this for you, you motherfuckers. You should have been while you were TOing. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be playing. able. I was playing and TOing at the same time. Uh, and then, okay. like, we ran into some other, like, technical problems. So it, it wasn't as bad as last week. Actually, last week was the smoothest it's ever fucking been. 
Um, so that's a positive. I'm excited for when we actually do the the Scrub Wars Guilty Gear Strive League that we've got coming up. So I'm going to be start like getting some feelers out for that, and that should be pretty fun. Uh, so we did the YouTube video, Guilty Gear Strive, Katana Zero, Killer Instinct. I finally played some new Pokemon Snap. Not really going to talk too much on it because I, I played it with my son, and it's good. It is a yeah. good game. It is literally Pokemon Snap. And they've got some like extra features where you can scan the area. And I don't remember if it was yeah. in the first one, but you can scan Man, the area. That level. And then like the Pokemon do different things. So they've got they've got more incentive for you to keep on showing up and keep on going back. They've got like the different picture levels, level one, level two, level three, level four. Yep. And that's pretty cool. I don't remember if it was in the old one, but I do not really appreciate the fact that I can only submit one picture per Pokemon because that was in the old one because in one of the early runs, I was able to get a level two, a level three and a level four good and they were good fucking photos. And I'm just like, just, just put them all in there. No, do it again. Nope. And then the next, and then the, and get good ones later. yeah, and then the next one I got a two, a one, and a four, and I'm just like, God damn it, <laughs> <laughs> give me my three back. Yeah, but no, new Pokemon Snap. It's cool. It's it's all right. It's not it's anything Pokemon special. Snap. It's Pokemon Snap. It's like you get what you pay for. It's okay. It's exactly. I've never seen a game reflect its name so well. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's not like it's nothing. It's not a crazy new name. It's just no. This is literally just new Pokemon new. Snap. Pokemon yeah. Snap, yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's just like, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly what it is. It doesn't need anything extra. So yeah. no, it's. I mean, it did it, it did its job. You got people talking about it. It came out. Everybody was playing it. They made profit. Look, now nobody's nobody's talking about it. Like, I saw a out. picture of a Squirtle riding a Blastoise launching across the sky, <laughs> and that was pretty good. So <laughs> there's a there's one level that has a whirlpool in it that if you throw enough shit in it. A Blastoise comes out, and for some reason there was a squirrel on this one this one time, and someone got a picture of it, and they were just like, best fucking picture I've ever got. Because that Blastoise literally just supermans away, because he's just shooting water out of his leg holes. Is so, that new or, or the old one? That's a new. Oh, I need new. to do that. I need to yeah. fucking do that. It's it's actually, yeah. like, really fun. It's it's a lot of fun, so I enjoy it. It's And it's good video game fun for me and my son, because he oh, is definitely. just... Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon. Like, oh yeah. my fucking god. I, I wasn't sure what he would latch, like what IP he would latch on to really fucking hard. And it Pokemon. has just been Pokemon all the way. Which is you I need guess to hide your ROM hacks because you have Pokemon Cock bad Edition. Pokemon games. Well, he can't read. <laughs> and the entire thing that I told him is just like you can't play Pokemon, you can't play video games until you learn how to read. Because I'm not gonna sit there and narrate a fucking 40 hour RPG for you the entire I don't fucking love you time. That much, so. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. That's not happening. There it is. I was gonna say the last video game thing that I did is I've been playing a lot of Resident Evil uh, Village. Surprise. Yeah, big surprise. There is how do I put this? What level of spoiler do you want to get into? We I don't want to get into any spoilers. Yeah, okay, way too soon. Okay. For this. Yeah, that's fine. All I could say is that the the stage immediately after the uh, I'm just, I'm gonna vaguely put it like this: the stage immediately after the castle is the dollhouse. And I'm going to answer a question that one of our viewers asked in the podcast questions earlier. What is like the most standout event to have happened? That. Holy shit. 
Holy shit. The dollhouse is insane. I have never, like, the last time I felt, like, that level of fear or anxiety. I'm not going to say fear. I'm going to say anxiety. In any fucking horror or scary game or whatever, just any sort of media was, is it Soma? It wasn't Soma. It was, um... What the fuck is it by uh, the Chinese room? They did two. They did a machine for pigs. God damn it. I'm going to fucking forget it. But anyway, no, the dollhouse is absolutely fucking insane. The shit that they make you do, the shit that they that they do to you as a character to make you feel absolutely helpless. You go into the dollhouse thinking that every they put you in like this this false sense of security like okay this is just going to be the puzzle stage of everything and then like they just flip the script on you it is good it is so good that's really hey, all i question no i was just trying to I, I, was the game that he was talking about was amnesia about amnesia amnesia yeah it was okay, amnesia yeah. so there's there's two of them the dark descent and then a machine for pigs a machine for pigs is the second one it's not as good as the first one the first amnesia is very very good and then the the, the dollhouse feels to a certain extent like what the experience i had with amnesia was it is just incredibly well done very very well done i did go a little bit past that i'm up to the fourth lord and i have not felt that level of anxiety in fact it just felt like okay this is regular resident evil this is just regular okay oh the scary thing is coming after me i just shoot shoot bang bang bullshit and then there's just one section where i felt like i was in the thunderdome and there was just enemies coming in droves and i didn't know what to do if like, do i kill them all or do i just go for the big bad just go for the big bad and then that fight is just, like, mitigated by, like, bomb, bomb, bomb. Because I haven't been using any of my pop pipe bombs the entire fucking game. So I'm just like, pipe bomb, pipe bomb, pipe. Okay, you're dead. Fair enough. That's the experience with Resident Evil Village right now. I could say, like, I wouldn't say that it's the best Resident Evil. It is extremely well done. Very, very well done. The same thing stands. The dialogue is not that well written, but just like everything else, as far as the game is like some of the best shit that I've I've seen in a Resident Evil game, and to a certain extent in any fucking horror game. Like holy shit, the Dollhouse, Eddie. When you get to the Dollhouse, man, bro. Oh, that's... I've seen it. No, oh, I know you, exactly. You seen it? About. I know exactly what you're talking about, bro. And it's one of those things. It's it's one of those things, like you said, like getting to that didn't bother me or like seeing people like when they were there. But the, what you're describing, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. One right here. Like, <laughs> I, like, I think I would feel the same way as you. Like, if I were to get to that point, I'm just like, I don't I, I, I would feel the same anxiety. I, I mean, think. there's um, a doll part in ill bleed. And I know I'm not comparing that. Not you know, the same. No, but I'm telling, saying any part with like dollhouse shit, I don't fucking like. Like it was creepy in Ill Bleed, and I feel like it's gonna be well, even creepier in RE8. <laughs> it's so funny that you bring that up too, because there was like an article uh, uh, I was reading on Twitter that I guess like the developer or like the people that were working on Village didn't realize how Americans react to dolls and clowns. Like he's have like, they not watched any horror cinema in America? <laughs> Right, but it's apparently it's like a Western thing. It's not like something that they do over there. Like they have their, you know, the girls coming out of the TV and wells and yeah. all that shit. <laughs> you know, but like we over here, like fuck clowns, fuck dolls. Yeah, like we ain't dealing with that shit. 
So he's like, okay. Okay, <laughs> duly noted. Duly noted. Oh god. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. And 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 I can say that like I think that's what it that's I think that was like one of the biggest things that people always talked about. Like even right at the beginning when they show the Lords and people are like, Why the fuck is there a doll? Yeah. Like that was like the first like it wasn't like, oh, there's fucking Lady D and like who's this guy? They're like, Why the fuck is there a doll? Yeah, the the doll is And I don't think there's really been any doll stuff in a Resident Evil game prior to this. Not to this level. No, not, not to this level. level. Not to this level at all. Like I, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not even, like, freaked out by dolls that much to begin with. And it wasn't necessarily the doll that started freaking me out. It's what lurks below. And gotcha. that is my number one fear of all time. Of all time. Fair like, enough. you get to that part and you see that and you'll be like, okay, that is Chris's biggest phobia. All right. Nope, don't want it. I mean, you're just I don't ensuring want one that bit. I'm never going to play this game now. So Why? Dude, you have to. Did no, you no, have to. Did you play Phasmophobia? Like, I, I, like. <laughs> no, dude, it, it doesn't matter. It's just one of these games, though, I'm telling you, man, because like, I was playing on my CRT. Where, like, I, was, I, was talking to my buddy, I was talking to my buddy at GameStop, and he was just like, he's just like, Mass Effect's coming out this week. You want it or not? No. I'm just like, no, I'm going to hold off on it because I don't want to, like, but I'm like, but I am thinking about Resident Evil Village. And he's like, dude, if you want it, he's like, I got you, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was mm-hmm. just like, I don't know, man. Like, But I'm like, every single it. time we talk, every time we talk about it, I'm just like, fuck, I want to play it. But I know I'm not going to fucking play it right now unless I do it off stream. What you should do, you know what, what I mean? you should do is not get it now. Wait until it gets to a price or whatever when you want to get it and stream it for October. October's Castlevania month. Every oh, day? <laughs> No, I already got. I got already got October planned out. I got. Last I'm planning shit for Resident October Evil. too. Yeah, last year we did a lot of Resident Evil. This year I want to do some Castlevania. All right, like, fair enough. Proper, like Nintendo well. 64. Ew. Oh, that's a different type of horror. <laughs> that's that's just the. A shit. That's the. This game is bad horror. Yeah, village, you know, you, it play. Check it out. Do something with it, Corey, so you can get on these levels and we can start talking about it. Because spoilers are going to be start are going to start happening soon. I'm pretty sure in our conversation. I mean, I'm saying spoilers because of the listeners. That's why I'm saying mm-hmm. spoilers. So, yeah, it's that was. I still think about that, and I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like a one page. And then afterwards, it didn't make it any much better because, like the the I guess, so the practical effects, I guess you can say, as you're doing the last segment of the dollhouse. So I'm like, this is like. This is this is okay. This is not okay, but this is this is this, is, this, <laughs> this looks is not good. Okay, but this is okay. <laughs> it looks good, but I'm I don't want to be here anymore. I want to leave. Like I'm leave as I'm leaving That's the dollhouse. I'm just like, game. I don't know if I want to keep on playing because I don't know what comes next. And luckily, there's just like, uh. Yeah, I'll 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 do the the fucking oh I'm stuck in a fucking in in a labyrinth and someone's coming to get me and I gotta shoot them and okay yeah I'll do that that's fine that's fine okay fuck that dollhouse man all right <laughs> so that was like the last yeah that was the last bit of like my gaming stuff I do have two other announcements that I was just like just keeping up one um they did a evaluation on my heart. 
They did a regular echo, and then they did a stress test echo. Uh, apparently, somebody fucked up. Yeah. Because I am perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I've got a really, really strong heart because when you do a stress test, you have to go on a treadmill, and you have to get your um, heart rate up to a certain right. BPM, right? Usually, it takes people less than five minutes on a treadmill to get your BPM up to like 160 or I think they need to get me like 165 or 170 or some shit like that. It took them 20 minutes Jesus. for me that like I I literally had to Thank be you, running. US government. <laughs> yeah. It's just like you must work out. I'm just like, "Yes." It's just like we'd have been done 10 minutes ago. I'm just like, "What?" <laughs> well, let's turn I'm it up sorry. To I'm just like 10 and crank this bitch up to 7 miles per hour. That would have been terrible. I would have hated that. So that was that too. Uh, I'm just going to say I'm having a girl. Like oh, didn't see that coming. But yeah, we're having a girl. We got the results today. You're going to be ruined. Like you're going to spoil <laughs> that daughter. <laughs> uh, I Maybe, I guess. I don't know. Get her I, I've never really, I never really looked at kids like. Like, oh, I, I got to do this one thing with the boy or and do this other thing with the girl. I'm going to treat him the same. Well, there are I think certain things that you're going same. to experience with the girl that you won't experience with the boy. Okay. So just sure. be ready for that. Yes. All right. That's fine. So we're having a girl. And yeah, I picked Congrats. the Mass Effect thing because I got it for treat. Thank you. Thank you. I love Mass Effect. <laughs> He's like, Fuck <laughs> I'm like, congrats. He's like, thank you. I love Mass Effect. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, it's dumb. That's great. We're back a little bit early because before we got into the news, we were talking about the term dad boners. And Chris knew what I was talking about, but I had to explain it a little bit to Eddie. So for people listening and for people in the chat, what a dad boner is, is either a dad or someone like around the age that we three are. So like, you know, anywhere 30, 35, something like that. You get overly excited for something that is seems so mundane or like goofy to everybody else. And the examples that I brought up were, I've seen a video where someone's like, uh, uh, he's recording uh, thunderstorms. And he's like, Oh, look at that one. That one is awesome. All that other stuff. Or like, a guy going crazy for like train or something like that. He's like, Oh my God, it's that model. Well, I was telling Eddie and Chris that I found mine this weekend and it is pressure washing things. And the reason, and I'm not talking about the videos. I, and to answer your question, Chris, yes, I have seen the uh, subreddit where it's basically power washing porn, but no, I'm talking about actually doing the power washing. Like we went and we went ahead and power washed the cars. And then I was just like, I power washed a little part of the, the driveway. And I was like, oh shit. And I was like, <laughs> I started like doing more and more. And I was like, oh yeah, this is, this is fucking sweet. Like <laughs> next thing I know, I have half my driveway and like a whole, like my whole garage front is power washed now. So I'm weird, man. <laughs> I I don't know if I have a dad boner for anything. You like you that. might get it later. I I appreciate certain things like I you know someone mows their lawn. They do like the crisscross <laughs> thing. I'm, I'm that's sorry. great. That's a little bit that. of a dad boner. I'm la I'm laughing because of the way Corey said you might get it later, bro. You know everybody that grows into these things. Because <laughs> like, like it was genuine. <laughs> 
when it happens, you'll know. <laughs> I mean, you look at a lawn. If you ever look at a lawn, you're like, damn, that lawn looks, you know, look really good. That's a little bit of a dad boner. A little bit. So that's a chub, right? I've yeah, never, I, I can never like find full something erect or anything. Right, right. I, I, I'm not like baby arming it. <laughs> baby arm holding an apple. <laughs> but um, no. I, I don't know. I mean, I bought some detergent because I have the detergent attachment. So I bought uh, some house cleaning detergent. So that's what I'm doing this week. And the driveway is super satisfying because my driveway apparently is dirty as a motherfucker. So when I did that first line, I was just like, oh, hold on a minute. And like I just kept going more and more with it. So, I mean, I bought I didn't buy no crazy ass power washer. I bought a power washer last year. For some reason, I can't remember why I bought it. It might have just been on sale, but I bought it from Harbor Freight for like 80 bucks. And the thing's pretty fucking nice. Like, it does what I need it to do. If it can clean the outside of my house and clean my driveway, that's the only shit I need it for. So, and an update on the dead Jamaican lady rug. It dried, it's been Febrezed, vacuumed, and it's in our bedroom now. So... Very well. On to the news. I don't know. I, I, well, hold on. Just to, just to, I don't think I have one either. Oh, that's I'm, right. I'm with Chris. I don't think I have one either. But I can't say that power washing is a thing for me because I've done power washing as a job. As work. Uh, yeah. And I hate it. Once you do something as a job, you, you never. Yeah. Never. Yeah. But that's it. That was my input on it. I mean, that makes sense. Thank though. you, Eddie. Yeah. So, but no. I'm power. I get it. I get. I understand it now. And I used to make fun of people that had the dad boners, and now I'm wholeheartedly one of them. So, <laughs> but we're gonna move on to our news segment, and I believe Chris is gonna start us off. Yeah. So Sega is considering bringing back older IPs and working on something called a super game. <laughs> so Sega Sammy Holdings recently held their financial results presentation. I believe last week and one of these slides, Corey, if you can head over to the website, this is recorded on IGN, but like everyone is talking about this right now. One of the slides uh, reveals some concerns over the utilization of intellectual properties and assets, specifically the difference between their active brands and then their, their passive brands, I guess you can say, or like their dormant brands. So they still plan on supporting these quote-unquote active brands like Sonic the Hedgehog, Fantasy Star, Yakuza, the Shin Megami Tensei series, Total War. I don't remember if Football Manager was on there, but apparently that's really big as well. It's in Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed, so... <laughs> I guess, yeah. So like they've, they've got that, but they are considering remakes and remasters for older IPs like Crazy Taxi, Jet Set Radio... Knights, Space Channel 5, Rez, yeah. I didn't even know that Rez was published or developed by Sega. I didn't know it was either. Had no fucking clue. And also Panzer Dragoon, which makes sense because Sega authorized the development of Panzer Dragoon. I forget what the developer publisher was. Well, that's was Sega was... No, Streets of... Sega did not have any real input for the Streets of Rage. They may have, like... Yeah, so that was all dot emu. Right. But I thought they might have had like the green light from Sega or something like that. There's apparently no record of Sega having 
if they have any involvement, it's very, very little. Like it has to be like, like copyright maybe like on a license names and stuff. Right? Maybe a licensing fee. Yeah, yeah. But even then, I'm not sure. Like I don't know if somebody bought the rights to Streets of Rage beyond that. So I can't really comment on that. All I can say is like, no, Streets of Rage Four. Apparently, Sega had nothing to do with it because Streets of Rage was also another topic that they had in their dormant IPs that they might do something with. Oh. Okay. So according, according to the Wikipedia, it Sega is not even mentioned at all. As long uh, the only th- reason it's mentioned is because it's a continuation of Sega's Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. But as far 3. as like developer, yeah, like publishers, uh, producers, like okay. nothing to do with Sega. Huh. So right now, what Sega is planning? They they the reason why they've been so dormant allegedly as per what they're saying because they've been doing a lot of publishing deals and they've been letting atlas do their thing atlas has been really carrying sega as well, along with the the yakuza uh developer but they have a five-year development plan spanning from 2021 to late 2021 to like early 2022 going all the way to fiscal year 2016 where they're going to have a focused investment on a project they're, they're like they're like creating a new IP, and I think it has something to do with like the creative assembly, a new first-person shooter that they're doing, and it's all going to culminate to fucking a super game in FY 2016. Maybe it's maybe we'll see something like we used to see back in the 2010s, where they had like you know Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing, or they had other. Things like, I mean, like Sega has been known to do like the big party, not the party IP, but like pretty much like everybody is here. We have the one game where everybody, yeah. all the IPs are involved in some shit like that. Tracing back Sega all the way Smasher. to like the Dreamcast with Sega yeah. Gaga. So like that, like that RPG. That's true. So they might have something else planned for like a future, like who knows? Nobody really knows. All that they know is that right now uh, they're considering on selecting which active brands they can transition into global brands uh, as well as creating new IPs in addition to that. So these global brands, what I'm assuming is that they're trying to do – they're trying to make their IPs into what Mario is. like Household names. You know, fuck – like fuck video games, movies, TV shows, books – Whatever, wherever we can insert our character. So, like, yeah. Sonic's the easy mascot character. He's, he's like, kid-friendly and shit like that. But, like, if they were to ever consider doing, like, a television series, like, here's Yakuza. Yeah. Here's the fucking Fantasy Star universe. Maybe you have, like, some Fantasy Star-based uh, movies Anime come out and shit like, like that. that. Anime, exactly. So, so like, you there's a lot of different options. And stuff like that, so... So they're mainly going to focus on the the active brands, oh, okay. and then as they come out with the more dormant brand remasters or remakes, see what the the crowd reaction is to that. The last, like I said, the last little bit that they had um, <laughs> this is the weird part announced is that they had a first person shooter being developed by a European studio, which a lot of people are saying like it's probably Creative Assembly. Creative Assembly is known for Total War and Halo Wars, but they also did Alien Isolation. So, a lot of people are saying, like, this is probably a game that you want to keep your eyes on. Like, check the pulse every now and then, see how they're doing with it. Because Alien Isolation's a damn good fucking game. It is. And if they go into the vein of, like, a first-person shooter uh, in that vein of that game, Mm -hmm. like, basically Call of Duty with Xenomorphs, like, 
they could get some not not just a niche but if it's a good shooting game then you're gonna get that community to come over too right so I'll oh no like with aliens any day i did not like alien isolation i played that game three times and hated it three times <laughs> sorry for your loss anyway um so we've got like really exciting things coming out of sega sammy it, it's just you know all in all a very positive outlook especially coming from a company that has just been getting hammered the last year and a half news. especially with their arcade division so yeah that is that's a, it so yeah wasn't i'm for wasn't it wasn't there like wasn't there like some talks of uh sonic coming to netflix or something like like a tv show being yeah done? so there's sonic prime and that's probably part of this entire deal but they announced gotcha. sonic prime ahead of time because that's slated for reveal in 2022 which yeah. would be maybe year one for sega sammy because i mean like 22 23 24 25 26 their five-year plan the sega sammy coming to the super universe game. <laughs> i mean it could be that's what i'm saying like what if like what are the odds that like in the future we get an announcement where they're like Sega Prime, combined with Sega and Amazon Prime now, and all, all these. Uh, I just want the Rumblefish, man. I don't give a shit. I just want the Rumblefish. Bring back Rumblefish, man. That fighting game is so dope. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, it's so fucking cool. You're so happy about this. <laughs> question, question. What is Rumblefish? Yeah. All right, Bro, let's look up Rumblefish. The Rumblefish is a fighting game series from Sammy. It's not it's not necessarily Sega. This was a Sammy venture. The art style is very, very unique. It's very, very well done. But I mean, like, you could say that the Rumblefish is more akin to Street Fighter or the King of Fighters, where Guilty Gear is a little bit more towards the Darkstalkers or Vampire Savior aesthetic. Okay. I mean, like, again, that's that's something that I spoke about in my video where they were trying to do like the the Sammy versus Capcom games, and it was going to be like a Guilty Gear versus Vampire Savior. Um, but these games are fucking dope. Like, uh, the Rumblefish one came out on PS2 exclusively to Japan, and I I got a copy of it. And it's it's a lot of fun. It's a very very good ground based fucking fighting game. And then the Rumblefish 2 came out for the Atomus Wave, I believe, a year or two later, exclusively for arcades. And we have that over at our round one, so we, me and my buddies go over there to fucking play some fucking Rumblefish 2 every now and then. It's just, it's Yo, very, bro, very you ready good. for the Rumblefish? <laughs> bro, Rumblefish 3, let's go! What's our team Is name? This... The Rumblefish. <laughs> the Rumblefish. I'll do it. Now I'll this fucking is, do this it. This exclusively to the Dreamcast? No, no, no. So I don't believe it ever came out on the Dreamcast. You can probably play the Rumblefish 2 on Dreamcast because of the Atomus Wave homebrew or mod hack or some shit like that. Yeah. People have been getting Atomus Wave games playing on their Dreamcast. So, I mean, it's not it's not far-fetched. The person who probably would know more about it would be TJ. From the Megavision, sir. Yeah, okay, yeah. You can get it on mode. So... Yeah, dude, Rumblefish is fucking sick. I love this game. I've never heard of this game before. <laughs> it was on PlayStation 2 as well. Yeah. Well, the first one was. Literally the first thing I said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you did say that, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like so blown away by Rumblefish. I was like, Rumblefish? He was stuck on it, The Rumblefish like, is Rumblefish? so... Yeah. 
Are you are you saying rumble or grumble? Like yeah, grumble like, fish. Oh, fish the grumble fish. I honestly thought like when you said rumble fish, I was like, we're gonna get I would one of think these it's weird a fish game. fighting yeah. games, right? Like that's what Sega does. I saw a car. Oh, so it's kind of like semen, but fighting. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just like, that's why I was like, so like, huh? What do you mean? Huh? No, that's cool. No, that, I, I would want to see some cool shit. I would like to see a knights thing. I know you would love to see virtual fighter shit. Like you love Virtual Fighter, I like Virtual Fighter. Yeah, so. I like Virtual Fighter. It's crazy like, taxi. Virtual Fighter is like Tekken, but it's like easy baby shit Tekken. Well, I'm curious too if they're. I don't know if they would, because if they bring back Jet Set Radio, then they're we're competing with Cyberfunk, uh, uh, whatever it is. I would think that Jet Set Radio is more in line of Tony Hawk Pro Skater than Cyberpunk 2077. No, not no, no, no. Cyberpunk no, 2077. It's, it's the bomb yeah. rush. It's the Jet Set the Radio jet indie set. game. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I mean, like, fuck them. Like, <laughs> no, that game They can have great. their own thing, too. <laughs> I, can we have both? They can them? have their own thing, too. You can have both. Why can. not both? I, don't, I, don't, I want I want the cool indie guys to be the saviors, not, not Sega. <laughs> not not Sega. Sega, you had your chance. It, I'm surprised that they put Alter Beast on this list. Against Rez? Like, Rez, like... Give me new res shit. Yeah, no one gives a shit about Altered Beast. Game Tracks just picked up a copy of Res. I saw on his Instagram. How much did that run him? Res is he expensive. A, he had a whole. He had a huge stream of a pickup he, he got. He yeah. had like he had a stack full of PS2 games. He had a, a pretty good stack of PS1 games that had Mega Man X5 in it, Mega Man and Legends 2, and like yeah. uh, Marvel's Cap, Marvel, Marvel Street Fighter. So he got a pretty good deal. I don't know how much he got it for, but he had there was res in there, was, a bunch of shit. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot like of like twenty to twenty five games. I want to say. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, between PS one and PS two. Oh, the PS two version of Res isn't that expensive. I didn't, there is a version of Res that's like super expensive. I don't know. It might be the Dreamcast version. Probably. I think the Dreamcast version is the one that's expensive. All I'm saying yeah, is they, like, <clears throat> how how are they gonna fuck this up? That's what I'm thinking. Say, I mean, right they now. could. They could totally fuck it up. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Digital Sega, only. Sega has been knocking it out of the park as far as their RPGs is a concern. Like yeah. Valkyria Chronicles, uh, their conjunction with everything that they're doing. Yeah, Yakuza 7 is fucking fantastic. Everything that they've got going on with Atlas. We're getting two Shin Megami Tensei games this year. Fantasy, um, new fantasy star like, like that's technically like an rpg yeah new yeah. genesis coming out yeah. like they just had the beta this weekend and it looks fantastic it, it looks, looks super brand new good game. yeah i don't know why they put a two on it but it's <laughs> super good super fucking good I'm, I'm gonna get that one on pc but yeah no they've been just doing very very well as far as their rpgs are concerned so they just need to get everything else up to snuff and then we can just potentially see the new dawning of like Sega being again, once again, a household name. Yeah. At least in the third party de depart uh, department. So I mean, we, we they, if they get their other uh, IPs like up and going and getting like really popular, they could still do the whole like make four shitty Sonic games and then make one good Sonic game. Like they would still be all right. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. That's not good for my blood pressure. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> you know it'll happen. That's what's gonna happen. We're gonna get Sonic no, they, Forces they two need through to five. They need to fucking fire. Like it's not Azuka. I forget what it's. Keep fucking Christian name Whitehead. Is, but like 
Yeah. Go fucking Give find me eight Sonic Boutique Mania games. Studio, whatever the fuck it's called. Moonlight Boutique. Head Cannon. I don't remember. Whatever. Head Cannon. Have, Go find Head didn't, Cannon. Didn't they have issues with Sega, though? Uh, recently? I could have sworn we talked about this, too. Who did? Uh, we did. Well, like, Sega was now buying into the whole NFT thing. Yeah, that's what we recently saw. But I mean, yeah, no, Red Jaguar, I completely stole that line from you. You were the first person to say that. I'm, I'm going to take it. I'm going to keep it as mine, and I'm never going to fucking cite you again. Wow. Um, <laughs> even though even though I just cited you. He's the one who, who like, fucking coined that. There you go. Sega's an RPG company now. So there we go. But the, the good thing is that Sega has directly come out and said they are considering this, right? There is an article. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> This isn't from Sega, so... (laughs) No, but if you scroll down, they have the slides from their financial findings report. I don't believe it. So... No, I was just trying to make a segue into my news article, which is not so much confirmed. But thank you. You ever heard the first rule of improv, Chris? (laughs) Bro, bro, like, you need to give me a sign. You need to give me a sign before you... Like, you're just supposed you have, to you know. Ex- Chris, you're married. You're just supposed to know. All right? <laughs> you think I give a shit? You ever hear the arguments I have with that one upstairs? I feel the energy from here. And I'm five yep. or six states away. So. Nope. All nope. right. Well, anyway, Chris, I believe that's all we got to talk about that article, right? That's all I really yes. need to say. Yes, that's about it. So, All right. My article that I chose was an article that I saw over on uh, Nintendo Life, and the rumor is that the next Donkey Kong game is going to be developed by the Super Mario Odyssey team. So uh, what I know, like, is, I, he, is he gonna pinch the moons again? I dude, mean, don't play with my emotions point, like that. So <laughs> at, at this point, I'm expecting that. Why not? I haven't beaten. Tro- yeah. I don't know how Tropical Freeze ends. Ends. Maybe they go even crazier. Maybe he drops a galaxy on somebody. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, Super Mario Odyssey, I feel like, was a pretty good game. I don't know if all of us enjoyed it, but I think it was an overall pretty solid 3D Mario game. It had a lot of weird things that it did, like the fucking Dark Souls level with the dragon. But... Yeah. That was that was forced in. Like, there's only, like, a handful of stars on or moons on that level. And I'm just like, you could have just skipped this. It's like, why? Okay, there's a dragon. Cool. All right. I mean, it's weird. I remembered it. So, but, I mean, I see it as a good thing if it's true. And the biggest question, though, is, is it going to be a 2 slash 2.5D game, or are they going to go with, like, a 3D game? Okay. Maybe try to do a Donkey Kong 64 2.0 or some shit. Make it a -a collect-a-thon game. Or are we going to get more like Donkey Kong I Country Returns? Yeah, I mean, I hope not either. But Donkey Kong Country Returns and uh, it's it's Wii version, it's uh, 3DS port, and then Tropical Freeze on the Wii U and the, on the Switch. I mean, Donkey Kong's been doing pretty good in the last few games. So No, they, yeah, I mean, like, so Donkey Kong, as far as since the Wii games have come out, has like not missed a beat. Right. Like they're very, very well done. 
And now you're signing off the uh, on the Odyssey team. Like, is it the entire Odyssey team? Is this right. like, hey, this is going to be our next big game? Like, fuck Mario for a little bit. Because if you have the Odyssey team on there, I'm going to assume that you're going to be doing something on a on a higher scale, like not 2D side scrolling thing. Because if you're going to do another 2D sky, side scroller, then I'm just like, why couldn't you just get the old guys to fucking do it? The what was it? The, the studio that did it, the one that did the Donkey Kong uh, Country Returns. And they did the returns, tropical one. freeze, uh, uh, Metroid one. Yeah, or wasn't that the rumor as well? What was the team? I didn't hear anything about fucking Donkey Kong being a Metroidvania. No, 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 no. Ret- okay, so Retro Studios is the Retro one that's Studios doing Vega. fucking Metroid Prime Four, but I didn't think that they had anything to do with Donkey Kong. I didn't hear anything along those lines. Hold on, Google is our friend. I'm googling, googling. Retro Studios worked on Donkey. Kong. Other Retro M was Studios. done, I think. Really? Yeah, and Monster Games. Yeah. Fucking A. I didn't know that. See? Fucking A is right. No, I think Ninja Theory, it may not be Ninja Theory, but I'm pretty sure Ninja Theory was the one who worked on Other M. Yeah, that was Ninja Theory because it was like tech. Thank you. No, Retro Studios worked, uh, hold on, it says here, so the, oh, founding of Metroid Prime, they worked on the Metroid Prime trilogy, and there's rumors that they're on working on Metroid Prime 4, I guess. Yep. I don't think that's a rumor. I think that's confirmed at this point. So, oh shit, they're in Austin, Texas. I didn't know that. Hey, yeah, that's cool. So, I mean, I mean, this news. I was gonna say the news comes from uh, uh, a YouTuber named Lonely Goomba has mentioned that the rumor in passing on social media and other credible sources. Uh, there's been no clarification on the 2D or the 3D. And then uh, let me knock through this. Uh, this this is a long, little bit of a long quote, so I'm gonna try and hit through it real quick. So the highly respected Donkey Kong fan site DK Vine adds the following information: development of the new Donkey Kong game. Uh, purportedly began around 2017 or 2018 when Nintendo decided to bring Donkey Kong back internally for the first time since Nintendo's EAD's Donkey Kong Jungle Beat, although Jungle Beat was more of a stop gag, well, I'm sorry, a stop gap than a permanent status quo. Uh, basically, the whole quote is just saying, like, yeah, it's probably, it, is the new game going to be in the Donkey Kong Country style? But they're just like, well... Donkey Kong is the Donkey Kong Country style now. Like that's just kind of like a given now. Mm-hmm. But it's part of the branding. Yeah, I mean, I'm hyped for it. The last two games, I remember playing uh, Tropical Freeze a little bit, but I did enjoy it. I will say, if they're gonna do this game, we gotta bring the Kremlings back, though. The Kremlings are such. So the Kremlings are the crocodile bad guys, the baddies. Oh yeah, okay. And uh, they weren't in Tropical Freeze. They weren't in Donkey Kong Country Returns. I think it would be now that K rule is so popular again with smash and everything you could bring, bring them back and it would be a really good storyline. Mm-hmm. So. See, I think I, I, the first thing when I, that I thought about when I read this article or when I saw this rumor floating around is I agree that it would be the spiritual successor to Donkey Kong 64. And if it's the Odyssey team, yeah, would it be too far fetched to think that they're going to try to hit lightning or strike lightning twice? Is that the, is that the term? Uh, yeah. I guess With, so. Uh, Lightning in a bottle yeah. two times, yeah. Yeah, like uh, by taking Super Mario Odyssey and then just converting it to Donkey Kong and having it both be a 2.5 where it has like it's like a 2D segments yeah. and you go like retro and stuff like that. But instead of like exploring the worlds how Mario did, you're exploring the worlds of Donkey Kong Country. Maybe even like the the areas where the Kremlins were originally, the castle from They Part have two. an island. 
even though it got destroyed in the I'm second saying. game, but but it's like like I can see that. I would I I mean it's it's exciting regardless. Donkey Kong I, Country Island Tour. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just think about it like how how much further are they going to push this? How much is it going to be a carbon copy? Can it be a carbon copy of Mario with Donkey Kong or is it going to be its own little thing where we can think of maybe they have like Diddy Kong Racing somewhere along there too. Like Don't get my hopes up, sir. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. What what does this entail to? Cuz it won't be Donkey Kong Odyssey. It'd be like Donkey Kong Yeah. What? Not country. Like we got to go bigger now. Planet? Donkey Kong World. <laughs> yeah, Donkey Kong Planet. There you go. I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, like we said, too, it's just a rumor. It is rumor from some pretty credible sources. Uh, but I'm for it. I mean, I could, I'll could. i be honest with you. If they just made it a how the last two have been, I'm fine with that. Like, I just want, like, I like good challenging platforming with a little bit of collecting mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. So. But, but there's, no. already a two, there's already a 2D platformer, though. That's the thing. Tropical freezes on the Switch. Yeah, I don't know if they would do another one commercial. From, yeah. yeah, commercial standpoint. I mean, if it's new, then it's new. I mean, like you're the what you're talking about is essentially ports. So, I I personally think that, I mean, it's more likely that we're going to see a full blown 3D style Donkey Kong game. Especially like, that's that just team. the only thing that makes sense. Like you're exactly you're bringing the Odyssey team on. You want to use them for their assets and their experience. Why would you make a 2D or a 2.5D game? It has to be. It's a like taking Vicarious game. Visions and making them work on a Call of Duty game. <laughs> yes, yes. There's the joke. Eddie laughed, so thank you, Eddie. I laughed. <laughs> I laughed. That was great. And toys for Bob. But no, big rip. This is good news. Like our this story and the last story were pretty good news, but unfortunately, Eddie has to report on some man child children. So <laughs> some man children, some man babies. What was it like? What was it like two episodes ago? We were talking about like the Pokemon uh, trading card scene the and like how the streamers. You know, yep. Yeah, you know, and it's just uh, it, it, they were talking about calling the authorities and stuff like that because people yep. were acting dumb near the targets and breaking into cars and all this shit and whatnot. But now Target pulls. Pokemon cards and sports trading cards following a fight that happened in a Milwaukee. Um... Why the baseball cards, though? See, like that, where people. Yes, thank you. That, that was the thing that was kind of upsetting me because lately I've been tapping into a lot of my baseball. Like, I've, I don't think I've said it or I've expressed enough because we don't really talk sports here, but baseball is probably like my favorite of the sports. Like, I miss baseball. I miss going to baseball games. I miss Hockey is like, mine. going to watch the. Like, I miss going to watch the Dodgers and stuff like that because I used to go, like, at least to two games every season. And when I lived in L.A., I would go to at least five or six. Jesus. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I'm like, so I was kind of in the fence of, like, do I start collecting baseball cards? And then this shit happens. So, (laughs) the universe gave you a sign and it said, fuck no. (laughs) Basically. I, I'm just like, was is baseball card collecting so popular? Do they like, know how I never cards fucking are? like? <laughs> no, but see, I think that's the problem. The problem, I don't think it's that like it's the sports trading cards that are actually popular or anything like that. It's just as a as a whole to be on the safe side. They're just kind of doing this whole hey collectively, we're gonna stop selling all these trading cards for the time being, which is unfortunate because you're gonna get a couple of people that like. 
and I guarantee you, there's like old timers out there. I say old timers, but they're probably not old timers, but older folk that collect baseball cards and probably went to Target, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be like, "What, what happened? <laughs> yeah, what happened? What do you mean I need to use my phone? How many times know? we gotta teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, it's just it's just interesting, man. Like uh, there was a there was an altercation, and um, there was an altercation at a Target. Over some sports trading cards. I guess that's what it was. It wasn't even the Pokemon ones. And and so they, they got ended, lumped in. Yeah, the altercation ended with a man who had been attacked by four others pulled out a gun. So this is some violent <laughs> shit, man. Like this is some you don't know the streets. Dmx is dead and everyone's running wild. <laughs> <laughs> this is some violent shit, man. So just like yeah, I, I I don't understand it. It sucks. It's unfortunate. I understand there's already been shortages and everything regarding the Pokemon training cards, and like Buy this kind of exacerbates. <laughs> this just kind of exacerbates the situation of everything that's been going on. Yeah. The interesting thing too that I wanted to talk about is that uh, uh the Twitter uh, handle cheap as gamer. Yeah. Put put out. When this is all going on, put out a tweet saying, hey, if you guys want the lowdown on where you can get some physical trading cards, some Pokemon trading cards, Cracker Barrel still has them in stock and apparently still receiving them. What? Cracker Barrel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to get my Damn. apple pie and some Pokemon cards. <laughs> well, not, well, not only that, I thought about that too, but I was just kind of like, man, how fucked up is it going to be? Like Cracker Barrel is probably going to get swamped now with people. Yeah. Coming mm-hmm. I don't want like, your fucking get, candles. <laughs> yeah. Let me get them Pokemon cards or let me get them. And so, um, we've got Yu-Gi-Oh cards. You've got garbage. <laughs> yeah. It, it just, it just sucks overall. It just sucks overall. It does. This is where we're, where we're, we're headed to, this is where we're living at right now. And, and I'm just still trying to process, like, in my mind, I'm trying to process this in my mind. Have you ever been in a situation where you wanted something so bad that the ultimatum was, let me pull out this gun right here? Other than money, no. I mean, <laughs> I have, but... Well, you have a different backstory, so... <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit different for me. So yeah, no. Target, I think this Target is a good little... idea for the safety of their employees because one of our Discord members that's pretty active is actually a Target employee, and they were very excited when this happened because they're like, "I'm tired of dealing with these people, yeah, and fearing yeah. like something might happen." Yeah. So it's interesting, man. You know, it definitely it's just wow, and it makes you wonder, right? So as Zombie Hunter pointed out, the PS5 people are going crazy like this for trading cards. Imagine if the actual PlayStations and Xbox series mm. were being sold in store it'd just be wild i've got a tangent on that because i got a ps5 in my card at best buy and then they said oh this is for buying in store only and there's none in 250 mile radius of you so sorry and i was like you motherfuckers i waited in line <laughs> but i found out that best buy is one of the worst places to try and find a ps5 yeah, mm-hmm. you're you're better off at Costco or fucking. Walmart. I think Marson yeah. got one from the PlayStation Direct. Yes, I'm Boxer got one from PlayStation's website. You just gotta wait on the lottery. Uh, I guess so. So anyway, sorry to tangent. Yeah, but no, that's it. Basically, that's what it comes down to. Target said it will pause the sale of Pokemon cards and sports trading cards, citing safety concerns for shoppers and employees after an alleged gun was pulled on some customers. Uh, Pokemon, the company, the trading card company understands, uh, what's going on over here, but unfortunately, uh, there's not much they can do about it. It just is what it is. It also just boils down to people like 
act fucking civilized, man. Like, it's just... That's asking a lot. I, I, over the last couple, I would say specifically last year, I've realized that we got a bunch of man babies, man man children, grown children in the fucking USA. And it's really, yeah. really fucking sad. I so. think it's like we're seeing it more often now. Like, you always see it. Like, we, we, we've talked about this before, I think. Like, there's always a level of uh, nerdism, right? Yeah. There's always fanaticism. a level of nerdism. <laughs> yeah, like fanaticism. It's like, and when you, you see them at the conventions. Like you see him, like you're like I. It's just one of those things. Like you're cool, you're weird, yeah. you're. I don't even want to talk to you right now, type of thing. <laughs> don't look but at me. It's don't just, look at me. Yeah. It, it, so and I and I feel like those were kind of swept under the rug because of everything that was going on in the world. We were just kind of like, oh, dismiss them because they just kind of came out at night or type of shit. Yeah. Or you know just at I mean? these like, conventions, they're just normal yeah. people during the other days. But now it's just kind of like we're seeing this shit where we're just like. And, and, and I'll be honest, I've met some people, I've met some people in my life, in the nerdum, like, that are very heavy weapon aficionados, and they'll always yeah. be wearing, like, a knife yeah. or two knives, and they're yeah. always, like, showing it off, and I'm just like, man. I get really? it. It's how you get arrested. Yeah. It's how you get arrested. A fucking edged weapons require a fucking... Uh... Concealed carry. And Chris has oh, yeah. watched Surviving Edged Weapons, so he also knows the <laughs> protocol to take against these sharp objects. There you go. Bro, I knew about that shit way before that fucking movie. That was, that was, that was a damn good movie. I told it's the best police document or police instructional video ever created. Yeah, it's it's very well done. But no, I, I'm just saying, like, if you got a motherfucker showing off his knife and be like, yo, Here's how long kunai. is that? Is that longer like, than four? Hold on, man. Yeah. <laughs> The rule of thumb larger than four inches nah call the cops i mean even at conventions you got to get shit like your weapons tagged and shit like that yep. like well, you well they, they don't even allow weapons. weapons you have to have some the fake prop. ass shit and then yeah yeah so it's like it's a lot crazy. of the uh well i think was it at one point where you had like the weapons vendors like they yeah. were like yeah you can't do that no more and you had to be escorted out Mm-hmm. when you buy something like they would have things are a little different vendors. down here in the south i think <laughs> well i mean like you have gun shows down where we're at so you, look i'm not gonna lie i've been to a couple gun shows and yeah. they're not bad they're not you can get some crazy ass shit i've been cheap. to those and hunting expos and the hunting expos aren't too bad either hunting expos are just gun shows with more paperwork with camouflage <laughs> yeah i so mean i'm just waiting for I'm just waiting for this. What's going to end up happening now is that because people can't go out there and get cards, it's basically going to transition into the more of the online thing. And now I can definitely see people getting scammed and everything even more regarding this. Like, oh, I got mm-hmm. this well, it's just ru- it's it's sad for the kids because that's ultimately what yeah. Pokemon for that. Show. I mean, look, if I'm buying my cards for a deck and I'm an adult, I'm going to order them from like TCG player. I'm not going to try and pull them out of random packs. I'm like, I need four of these certain Charizard EXs, so I'm going to order them directly. Yeah. It's just people no, are taking true. advantage of the street. The streamer craze has been launching this shit. So they're buying these packs and buying them and everyone's like, I need them for my stream. So they're going to pay exorbitant prices for them. And it's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid and another word that I'm trying not to say anymore. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's it for the news on my end. I mean, like, there's not much. It's a sad. It definitely is a sad note, but it's fine. That's life right now. Yeah, these people need to get what they they need to get what they uh, have to coming to them. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, Chris. Anyway, 
questions podcast questions if you want to ask us questions go ahead and join that discord you can find the link below or you can ask us here in chat that's fine too we just don't have the affiliate make thing sure yet to because add us. our ein number didn't get fucking accepted Nice. So, so something gotta... with the addresses didn't get accepted, so I have to put the EIN in again, and we didn't fucking save the number. So <laughs> of course, yeah, it's it's crazy. Anyway, anyway, so go moving on to questions. Zombie Hunter asked, "You can skip this question if you're still playing Resident Evil Village." Okay, uh, we're gonna skip that one. Scotty Mo asks, "One of my toes is purple since I kicked a curb like an idiot. What's the dumbest way that you've injured yourself?" Oh my god. I'm already ready for this one, and I didn't even see that one. You know those Do fucking it. hitches on the back of the truck? Yep. Yeah. I hate those things because all the fucking time I forget that they're there, and I'm always boom, boom. right into my <laughs> shin, dude. I fucking hate it. I don't know how many times I've actually injured myself, and it's so stupid because I even tell myself I worked in the construction business. I used to ride around in those trucks. I would go to Home Depot often for deliveries and stuff like that, and I'm like, Eddie, remember, remember, there's a hitch, there's a hitch, and Bonk. then still, boom. And that, that shin, it'll fuck you up, too. Yep. Oh, I'd kick the shit out of that, dude. I'd be like, boom, there goes my shin. I'd be like, you stupid fucking thing. <laughs> and, and then bruised ass just... shins. <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, Damn. I've talked about it before. I I threw my back out putting a fork in the dishwasher. That one's pretty fucked up. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. So last time when we were living in the apartment, the townhouse before we got this house, Hallie came home for lunch one day, and I was downstairs, and we ate lunch, and I went to put... This was before I lost the 50 pounds and all that stuff. And I went to put a fork in the dishwasher, and my bo- my back kind of popped, and I was like, uh-oh, that was weird. <laughs> and then two hours later, I'm stuck in my office floor because I laid down, and now I can't get up because of the pain. Mm-hmm. And my wife has to give me a muscle relaxer because she finds me face down in the floor. And then two hours after that, I was in the shower feeling real good. So... <laughs> But yeah, that's the stupid, probably the stupidest thing. And then I remember, I think I fucked up my ankle playing ultimate frisbee in high school. No, my knee pops out of play. So okay, so I I've never got this officially like tested or figured out or measured. But I think my right leg is slightly longer than my uh, left leg because my right leg, my knee has like more impact, like damage and shit like that, and it. If I when I was more overweight and I was running at a weird angle or I hit something, my knee would pop out of place. And like that's I've done that at Ultimate Frisbee. I pop my knee out of place and I'm just like, ah, ah, just like and then I thought about it. And I'm like, ah, this happened during Ultimate Frisbee. This is probably one of the dorkiest ways to hurt yourself. So <laughs> those are those are some of my stories. So there you go. There, there's there's a few stupid things that I've done. But the one that like speaks to me the most that I feel like sharing, this was 2000, I want to say 2007. Okay. I was with the wrestling troupe, maybe 2006, 2006, 2007. I was working for PWR. So PWR was the, the wrestling circuit that we were competing with, like Ring of Fire and other like minor. Ring of Honor? Yeah. Or, no, no, not Ring of Fire, not Ring of Honor. We got a so, fact checker on our team now, so he's going to get yeah. <laughs> So Ring of Fire was, I think, Long Island, New York based. I think that they've also gone to a lot of other areas along the um, the eastern seaboard. Now, what me 
a, a little bit of background on what I actually did here. I was not a wrestler. I was a manager. And I was assigned to, I forget what his fucking name was, but he was You're essentially a, a male. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, I was essentially a, he was, he was the male version of Paris Hilton. So he's just like this and you super were his paparazzi. Yeah, I do. I remember. And I was his paparazzi. This. Right. So we did one show where, you know, I come out, I'm taking the pictures as he's doing the walk down the lane and we, he gets into the ring and about like 30 to 35 minutes into the fucking um, event. Right. He he's supposed to I'm supposed to come up behind him and I'm supposed to take my camera and I'm supposed to smash the dude that he's fighting against in the back of the head but what the skit was is that the guy would see me jump out the way and i would smash my my wrestler in the face and from there i was supposed to just get thrown off the top rope he's supposed to get pinned they'd call it a day well dude pushes me and he pushes me into the rope and as i'm coming back i didn't know this but we had this dude named menace menace was a luchador and menace grabs me picks me up over his shoulders and he throws me into the commentary table on the side from the top row that wasn't and everyone that was not rehearsed that was 100 a knowledge check to see how i was going to fucking bump i've never been thrown out of the ring before i didn't know what i was supposed to fucking do the crowd fucking loved it it was great of course but i was just like Oh my God, I fucked up my ankle really fucking bad doing that shit because when I landed, I like, I hit the table and my foot was flat on the fucking ground and then it just got the, and I felt every single notch of it just coming out of place. I thought I broke my ankle, but it was just severely sprained. That's the dumbest thing that. I don't even know if I can say I voluntarily did. That's actually but that was cool, though. Because, like, you got it is cool. and, like, I put a yeah. fork in the dishwasher. Like... It is... <laughs> yeah, this is a, it this is is cool. a cool injury it story. Cool. This is, like, the dumbest injury story. Yeah. Okay. You don't always um, have to win. <laughs> I'm not trying to win. I'm just... <laughs> you just have a fucked up I life. threw my back out reading a fucking sonogram. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> there that happened recently. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Next fucking question. <laughs> Zombie Hunter asks, with all this talk of Death Clock, have you ever seen the Bat Metal series on YouTube? Of course. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's seen it. Everyone's seen the Mermaider fucking video. They were supposed to There's also on. a not safe for work version of that as well. There's yep. titties. It's I like great. the Awaken one. That's my favorite one. That one's really good. Awaken's pretty good. They were Awaken's supposed to good. back, uh, I think it was like 2018, they were supposed to like be, I think they were trying to raise funds to like do an international tour because they're not in America. And they were going to bring Bat Metal on tour. And I don't know how copyright works with that, but. That's probably yeah. the reason why it didn't happen. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> but no, Bat Metal is fucking great. If you guys don't know what Bat Metal is, I'm not going to pull it up on this podcast, but you can go check it out on YouTube. Yep, it's cool. I liked it. Uh, last question. H2O Happy Dude. Final Fantasy fourteen is slowly starting to become a full-blown addiction for me. The FanFest keynote has something to do with it. So question for the crew. Uh, is there a gaming series that you are a full-blown addict for? And he just edited this. Chris cannot say guilty here. 
I mean, Chris will say Legend of, uh, Legend of Zelda then. That would be your next in line, would it not? There's a few series that I'm just diehard for. That is just like, if they release a game, I have to buy well, that's it. That's Yakuza for you. I mean, Yakuza is one of them. Yeah, Legend of Zelda is another one. I have to play I've all these fucking heard, Zelda games. I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard you talk about Legend of Zelda, Chris. Oh, yeah. I'm like really like, surprised. It. No, I am I am a huge Legend of Zelda fan. I mean, like, you probably weren't here when... See, we the thing is, it. is that... Yeah, we've talked about it in the past, and we've had the conversation of, like, what is, you know, what do you consider the best Zelda game in the series? And I, for a long time, I had Ocarina of Time as my favorite Zelda game of all time. And that was, uh, and that was up until Breath of the Wild came out, because now Breath of the Wild is, like, just damn near perfection for me. It's super, super good. And then, you know, the age... The age-old conversation or the age-old debate argument, whatever the fuck you want to call it, linked to the past versus Ocarina of Time, or I think that Ocarina of Time is overrated, and the answer that I can give is okay. That's yeah. li- that's literally what I had to say. Okay. Graham tried do- pulling this shit on me, and I don't, I don't mean to say this disrespectfully, but... He, and if you listen to the Megavisions podcast, and if it ever comes up, if I ever end up being another guest on there again, you know, it's bound to happen. But you're going to put him in his place. He wanted, <laughs> he wanted to have the argument. He doesn't think that Breath of the Wild is a good game. And here is why. And literally, the answer I have for him is okay. Yeah. That's literally it. He wanted to have like this full blown debate. And I'm just like, no, there are controversial aspects to the game, especially the weapon system and Breath of the Wild. That I can understand why people don't like that. I play a lot of Dark Souls. I play a lot of Soulsborne games. And I try to play games like that on like, you know, very hard, very challenging encounters, hard difficulty, whatever the fuck it is. The idea of like resource management being a factor in like the way that you attack motherfuckers, I I feel is perfectly fine. I feel that the I'm sorry for derailing this into fucking Legend <laughs> of Zelda is, talk. I mean, this is but, our podcast. So, <laughs> but like, I think that the rate in which you find weapons is at an acceptable rate with the way that they break. People are just like, I don't like that the weapons break. And I'm just like, I had too many weapons the entire fucking game. Like, I I had, like, an entire arsenal in my fucking pocket. And then I found another fucking lightning blade. I'm just like, oh, joy. What am I going to have to fucking swap this out with? Because I've got too much fucking bullshit. Let me just yeet this sword for double damage. Like, <laughs> That's what dude, happened with like, the Panzer Paladin. Like, I've, I had too much. I had too much. And I understand the argument. You don't like the idea of your ship breaking. But when you are traveling and walking through a field of fucking swords, <laughs> like there's weapons everywhere. Why are you bitching? Just recharges. Yeah. Like once you get the master sword, you don't even have to fucking worry about that because yeah. it doesn't fucking go away. It has to recharge to gain its light back. Okay. Deal. It's a It's a static weapon now. I don't know. I think it's fucking stupid that people have that argument. But you know what? If you don't like that, that's fine. I don't know anybody else has anything bad to say about the game. If they do, they're like they're pulling something out of your ass. And all I can say is, okay, there's like 20 other Zelda games out there for you to try. And they're all fucking different. So be my fucking guest. Pick one. It's probably great. 
it's probably great. Just don't pick the Wanda Gamble on. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> or do. That might be your thing. Or do. Oh, no, I'll kill you. Yeah. I mean, mm. Well, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll, throw, I'll throw out a series out there for you. Um, because I, I, Metal Gear is the one that I always pick up a game no matter what. But I just, that's, that's like a second was, one. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, Metal yeah Gear it's you. a boring one. But uh, the one, if they ever release a game, or any variation of anything that I always end up buying. There's actually two. There's actually two that I have. Uh, the first one is Final Fight. Okay. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. Did you buy Metal Gear Survive? I did. Wow. I did. I returned You're it. You're not lying. I returned, I returned it. it. <laughs> but I bought it. Yeah. I returned hey, he it, put the I effort in. It. Yeah. I returned it, but I bought it because I was like, it's a Metal Gear game. You know what I mean? But Metal And Gear. I wanted to check it out. And in my mind, I'm like, it can't be that bad. But it was. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but yeah, fi- final, final Fight is one of them for me. Like, I really enjoy the Final Fight series. I wish Capcom would do more for it. I always get hyped up when I see the characters being involved in street fighter or in the background or even the music in some capacity in the stages i'm all for it like i picked up final fight streetwise on the xbox when it originally came out and it was i played it to its entirety it was a terrible game and it was (laughs) overshadowed and it was overshadowed by rockstars the warriors because they were like literally a month apart from each other yeah and the warriors completely blew it out of the water as far as the beat em up goes. So if they were to release like another Final Fight game or like a collection of Final Fight, I will buy that. That's the first series. Because okay. it's just, it's just, I don't know, it holds it holds to me. The second one would be um, any iteration of Duke Nukem 3D. Get the I fuck fucking out. fucking pick, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, dude. Like, it's so, it's so stupid because my first experience with Duke Nukem was Duke Nukem 64, right? I didn't and play Duke Nukem growing up. Yeah, I Duke Nukem 64. And so then, like, any time it was like, oh, Duke Nukem, Duke Nukem Forever came out, and I bought it. I think I still you, have it. I don't know. You know who had, needs to have a conversation with him about this, Chris? Scotty. Scotty loves Duke Nukem. He, Scotty. him and his buddy Anthony, like, went to one of the PAXs, and, like, there was a Duke Nukem booth, and, like, yeah. like all that shit. He loves Duke Nukem. Yeah, so that's, that's the other one. Like, I was, like, realizing, I was, like, laughing so hard because... I owned Duke Nukem on the Switch because it was like on sale for like three bucks or something like that. I have it on the PS4 because it was like 10 bucks, right? And I'm just like, okay. And I just like, and I was talking to my buddy about it. I was like, dude, I don't know why. I was like, I always get so excited when I see Duke Nukem. I'm firing up the PS3 because, you know, I'm going to be streaming Metal Gear and all this stuff like that. And what game pops up there? Duke Nukem 3D and I'm like Nukem oh Duke. my god Nuke Duke and so and so I start playing it before doing anything else so anytime Duke Nukem like like is mentioned or come out I get excited for it I get giddy I don't know why it's just something that I really enjoy so that would be the next one like if if they were to release like a Duke Nukem collection another Duke Nukem because like I said when Duke Nukem Forever came out I picked it up day one I st- I'm pretty sure I still own the copy I didn't think it was a shitty game it was basically Duke Nukem it was Call of Duty. With Duke Nukem skin over it, and and that Fair was enough. It. Yeah, I also have two. My first one is not going to be a shocker. It is Monster Hunter. I've played 
every North American release. I've played a lot of the Japanese releases and all that stuff. I've even uh, got a, back when you couldn't get a VPN masker very easily, I got one and I was able to play Monster Hunter Frontier, which was the, uh, the online on PC, which was fantastic, but I couldn't read Japanese. Like, Monster <laughs> Hunter, like, I'm going to buy, like, except for, like, their spinoff series, like the stories and shit like that. I just played, like, the main title games. I'll always buy them. I'll always play them. And then uh, a second one that I've literally almost bought every iteration of the one game is Shovel Knight. Like, I'm a huge Shovel Knight fan. I've bought it on, I originally got the Kickstarter version on the Wii U. I got it on 3DS. I got it, I got physical versions of it. I have vinyls. Like, I'm a huge Shovel Knight fan. And uh, I, speaking of the Shovel Knight, then I need to get the new, uh, that game that came out. What was the Shovel Knight Dig or something that they announced? Like it was like a supposed to be like a pseudo sequel. Super Shovel Knight. It's not Super Shovel Knight. <laughs> it should be. But it's like a it's like a, a game where you're constantly digging downwards. So. Uh, Shovel Knight Dig. Uh, yeah, that would be the one. Shovel Knight Dig. Okay, cool. Shovel yeah. Knight Dig. Yep. Yeah. We need to try that, and we need to for the thir- for the Thursday Night Throwdown. We need to play the Shovel Knight Showdown, which is the Smash esque game. It's okay. I think it would entertain for a night. So, what's that but, one game? Uh, I know you brought it up, Chris, last time that has Shovel Knight as like a fighter in it. Like it has a bunch of all these like Blade characters. Strangers. Yeah, is that what it is? Have you played that one, Corey? I've no. I mean, Shovel Knight's been in tons of like other games. Like as like they've been in a lot of indie games as characters and stuff like that. But I just I just played the main. Like I played Shovel Knight. I played Plague of Shadows. I've played. Uh, the Spectre of Torment, and I haven't played the King King of Cards yet, but I need to play that one. So, but it's a good franchise. If you've never played it, you should. If you like Mega Man and Dark Souls games, you'll like this game. Mm-hmm. But that's all I got. Well, that's my two. Uh, my two that. Speaking of, so I don't know if you guys saw anything about the Final Fantasy XIV showcase or the the keynote, but apparently shit's popping off. And Final Fantasy XIV's awesome again. I think it's always been I mean, awesome. It's always been good, but like, from what I understand, this is the capstone for Final Fantasy fourteen. Like, they're having their world-ending event. Oh shit! From from what I like, I know that there's other like God Emperor fucking yeah. bullshit that happened in the other fucking expansions, but it's called Endwalker, I think. Yeah, and but you I mean, you gotta take those at face value sometimes. I mean, if it's a successful MMO, they're not just gonna fucking end that man. Like they're gonna keep making money off of it. It's been around. It's been around for ten years, I think, at this point. I mean, WoW's you know been around I mean? longer than that. Yeah, but Final Fantasy fourteen. Like I, I would assume it's like okay, Final Fantasy seventeen, the online game. Oh, yeah. Here, here maybe. you go. Here's I mean, a new they iteration. Also have already. It was originally one game, and then they killed it, literally. And then they mm-hmm. made it a new one, and surprisingly, it's good. But no, the keynote was fantastic. They had like apparently a bunch of like live music and stuff like that. They revealed uh, the new class, which is the Reaper class. It's a two-handed DPS uh, melee uh, uh, job class. Class. And uh, they announced uh, the melee. So the bunny, the Valeria that came out in uh, in Shadowbringers, that was female yeah. only. Now they've announced that there's a, it's also a male class. But the one thing was, and I, I'm probably going to butcher it, so if there's anybody that's listening to this, feel free to chastise me. But one of the guys that works on the game, like, apparently, like, I think he did, like, a lot of the, some music or something like that. But he, like, found out he had cancer and was in a hospital and, like, 
was working while he was in the hospital so he could have some normalcy. He's all in remission now, but like he announced that on stage and that was just like a fucking wholesome moment. So yep. damn. Uh, nobody knew about it either. No, like, no, it the was only like person the they knew Pert about thing. was a project lead. Yeah, it was like Neil Pert where they just kept it very hush hush and quiet. But also too, I've been so going back to the game, there's like server hopping. So they're like so like with how wow is it doesn't really matter what server you're on because you just kind of play with everybody. That's what they're mm-hmm. doing for Final Fantasy fourteen now. So a lot of us that, like, I wasn't uh, able to play with, like, Solid Unit because she was on another server. Now, it doesn't – if you're in a different d- uh, data cluster, that's a different. But if you're on the same data cluster and you're on, like, different worlds there, you could sw- you could play with each other that way. I think. That's cool. So Yeah, there's apparently another class that has a lightsaber and shit. Yeah, there you go. So <laughs> I'm, probably gonna, I'm probably going to be dipping back into Final Fantasy 14 again. So we'll see. Cool. Awesome. All right. That's the end of the awesome. podcast. What are you What are you doing, Eddie? Radical. Uh, honestly, I got nothing going on this week, man, aside from playing, uh, diving into Phantom Pain. If I play my cards right, I can beat that game by Saturday. If I play my cards you right. Better, you better. You're out of scrubbers. Working. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that's a challenge. Phantom Pain is a relatively short game. Well, Phantom Pain, that's what I'm telling you. Phantom Pain on a generic, on a casual play is about like 35 hours. Is what okay. it comes joke, down to. Guys. So, Damn. <laughs> 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 so, but, but it's just, it all depends on like, do I go and do all the side stuff? Like, do I focus on story? Is it going to become grindy? I don't think it's as grindy as Peace Walker from what I remember, but it's either no. way. Yeah, that's what I'll be doing. I'll be focusing on Phantom Pain. I'm going to also fire up the Switch, and i got to get with you so I can um, do some recording for the Katana Zero. Yes. Uh, and just like throw it out your way, because I have no idea how to just record gameplay. Noob streamer, noob tech guy, and all that jazz. You're learning. You're learning. You know what I mean? So, it's... Uh, so, you're going to be playing video games. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> And so, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I, I really don't got anything else going on. Um, where can aside, they find you, Eddie? Uh, where can they find me? They can find me on twitch.tv slash Eddie underscore Fuerte. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean Sick. to cut you off if you were still talking. No. I just didn't want to forget. No, but that's it. Yeah, that's where you can find me. What are you doing, Chris? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Fucking, I've got Katana Zero to record. I've got the fucking... Oh, I'm going on vacation. I completely forgot. Yeah, I'm not going to be here next week. You're not. I'm not going to be here next week. So, like, I'm going to be playing Katana Zero, and I'm going to be recording that, and then I'm not going to have my equipment with me for an entire week. And uh, man murders family. No, (laughs) no, no. Uh, During that time, I'm supposed to be playing Shin Megami Tensei Three because I have a review coming out for Mega Visions. So I'm going to be working on that. And relaxing. Um, but outside of the, and relaxing and not worrying about stupid bullshit. So exactly. I won't be here. I'll probably be writing more lightly. I'm probably going to be writing for like Katana Zero and whatever. Watch as me and Eddie burn this motherfucker to the ground. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh no. Um, <laughs> I'm in oh, danger. No. <laughs> I'm in I danger. am in danger. No, it's supposed to be a decent time. I'm supposed to be going to this wedding. And then cool. I'm just going to be Because then you're coming back and, and then I'm going on vacation after that. <laughs> Yes. And I have to teach y'all how to stream this shit. Yes. <laughs> so be yes. ready for a meeting when you get back. Oh, joy. Okay. So that's what's going on. All right. Well, I'm doing more streams as well. 
I'm going to keep riding this stream uh, run out. I'm going to see how long I can stream without missing a day. So <laughs> we're just going to fucking do it. But now, yeah, we're going to... I'm starting uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance Mondays. So Metal Gear Rising Mondays, I'm starting that. If you are listening to this on the Tuesday or the Wednesday that it might come out, uh, I'll be doing that on Foreseeable Mondays for a while. I don't know how long it's going to take me to beat that game. Maybe about four or five sessions. I don't think it's a super long game. But... We'll see. And then I'm probably going to do another Perler Art stream. I'll do another Story of Seasons. We're going to do more Pokemon. But, yeah, you can follow me. Chris, where can they find your shit at? Well, I'm nine subscribers away from being able to have my own URL. So, for right now, you're just going to have to go to my link tree and go click on the shit on the bottom of the Discord. Go click on my stupid face. And then you can find my YouTube there. I don't stream on Twitch anymore. There's a possibly a rebranding going on where that's just going to be for a tournament space oh, that was the thing coming was up. Yeah. But yeah, you can find me on YouTube. Look up Anti Chris or you know what? I own like the first, third, and fourth spots if you type in the phrase Guilty Gear Retrospective. I'm oh, just nice. boom, right fucking there He's at the very right top of you? everything. <laughs> no, he's under Shit. me. Bullshit. So, <laughs> you want to bait? I believe you. <laughs> You can find me over on twitch.tv slash a tornado underscore Jones. I usually stream. Yep. I'm usually. Oh, we're actually looking into a new. So uh, the cool thing on the Saturn Day Marathon, we got someone in the chat and told us about this game called Power Bomberman. It's a fan made Bomberman game that takes like five games and puts them in one 12 person lobbies, online play, all this shit. So there's free. Like you can go out and find it and find more information about it. So we might be playing that. Or uh, there was another game we were looking at, but I can't remember what it is. But, yeah, that's where you'll be able to find all of us. And we wanted to make sure to tell everyone to rate, review, and subscribe to the Scrubverse podcast anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. And make sure to follow us on our social medias and buy our shit. That socials. That socials. All right. I'm fucking tired. Let's get the fuck out of here, boys. <laughs> <laughs>